Holy that shit, on Scotty. My side, and uh, <laughs> Eddie was in his own. Uh... It's fine. I figured out how <laughs> things right. work. It's just and... a good old, yeah, good old polyrhythmic Scrubbers podcast here. Yeah, I figured out it... because I'm doing the videos now. I know how to do that syncing up, so I feel Eddie's pain. It's uh, it's funny because um. Scotty just said that I was like in my own world. You were in my own world on my side. Corey and I were both things. So it's interesting. I think Corey's the one that fucked up everything. That's what I'm going. Yeah, probably, with. probably, yeah. probably. Yeah, hey, was there an outline? Because I didn't add my stuff into it at all. Unless you, you guys didn't just used at the same all. One yeah, every link. it's the same one every, every week. week. You can just get. You can grab that pin. So uh, I'll yeah. try to do that real quick. Uh, all right. Now, yeah, for audio listeners, we don't. Chris isn't here this week. Uh, he Ooh. life. Oh, that's pretty rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, he he need to take some. He need to rest this week. He, I think he was talking about how last week was closeout for him, and then he had the baby shower. So, he talk about a man who's probably had a busy last three weeks. That guy. It's just like back to back to back to back. It's like nonstop for that guy. He also loves it too, but uh, which is funny because this is a hell of an opener, and I believe he would have been been able to talk a lot about it. Uh, But let's go on over to the newsroom. We've got a news story, and Eddie's news again. Now the news. Uh, But Konami reportedly is working on a Metal Gear Castlevania and a Silent Hill game. Uh, Konami is reporting. Working on the games uh, with both internal and external studios attached. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Anonymous publishing sources told VGC that Konami is refocusing on developing games within its best loved series. Per those games, I'm sorry, per those same sources, the first of those games will be a reimagining of Castlevania being developed primarily by the internal Konami studios. I'm for that. I'm all for a new Castlevania game. I hope they're pachinko machines. They're probably going to be. <laughs> like, they always this are. This is going to be a three-in-one pachinko machine. Oh, Let's go. Man. Yeah, That's what happened with, uh, uh, that was the last bit with um, Contra. That's what happened with Contra. Yeah, you're not wrong. Well, no, didn't Contra get that re- that remake that came out, uh, or reimagining of Hardcore well, or something? Yeah, but the last time they announced, like, or the last time something was rumored that I cared about with Konami, it turned out to be a Contra Pachinka machine. That's yeah, that happened with me with Castlevania too, or Castlevania Can... as well. Metal yeah, Gear and the... stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I, I, I'm excited for it. Assuming that it is actual games that are coming out for it, I know people keep talking about like this ties into the rumor of Blue Point also yeah. working on a remake of Metal Gear. Yeah. Originally, it was stated that they were working on the PlayStation 1 Metal Gear, but now rumor is saying that they are working on Snake Eater as a remake. And I don't know how I feel about that. I'm like, I keep wanting the the Famicom or the NES ones or the MSX ones. They're all essentially the same. Um, well, not the Nintendo ones. Let me take that back. Snake's Revenge is an abomination. But um, <laughs> I would like those to be remade. I would like that story to be told in all its full glory. But I don't know. We'll see I, what ends up happening. You, another game without Kojima? You think it's going to do well? I think if it's Blue Point Studios, it'll do fine. I don't know. A lot of people say, what was it, Metal Gear Survive or whatever was an abomination? That, that was a terrible, terrible idea. 
and like they i would like to think that at least blue point would stick somewhat to the source um survive was just i don't know what the hell they were thinking on that one at all because it's like nothing like any of the other metal gears see at least if it were like someone in line with what the other metal gears had done then i would be like okay it's a decent game but it's completely different it's just straight up booty cheeks is that what it is yeah straight up booty cheeks oh man the, yeah, uh, I, well, that I, was also, though, that was a big old, everybody's doing, um, you know, 100 men, 100 people drop in. Battle thing, Royale. So they did that. So if they continue, then what's the new hotness that they're just going to turn Metal Gear into? It's it's what it's exactly what Capcom was doing when they were known as Crapcom. Like, they were making Resident Evil an action game because Call of Duty was hip and cool. And then yep. they tried... Uh, online only shit because everybody was doing multiplayer crap like they had no didn't they um, implement like covering cover stuff like gears of war did wait yeah in some segments in some segments yeah i think it was like resident evil 6 is the one in particular that you were able to (coughs) not only suplex and dropkick the zombies which i totally enjoyed but uh you were (laughs) able to cover like in certain in certain areas they made it so that you had to like haha peek out and do your thing oh okay yeah and well five was actually you could oh, still yeah. suplex them you could suplex them in four leon started doing that but that is true um, i think it was with the cultists. six six split it up so that uh leon's campaign was supposed to be the most true to the series and then chris's campaign was straight up gears of war and then um uh not ashley sherry and wesker's kid <laughs> was like yeah. the spoilers I don't even know what it was. Stealthy? I didn't even bother. Dude, I played Leon's campaign, and I said, I cannot do this two more times. I'm out. So I didn't even get that far. Go. I played the first couple yeah. missions of Leon's, and I was like, I'm done. And I ordered the... I special ordered the pre, like special edition. Of I, I remember... Which one was that? Which was the special edition that you ordered? They, the one that came with the statue? No, I didn't have that high of level one. Okay. No, they... This... Mm, Hold on. <laughs> yeah, because the one I the one I got the one I remember I got it for the PS3 when it first came out was the uh, the anthology one. Yes, the one that came with like all the like the, all the digitals of one, yeah. two, three, four, and five. Oh, I think it's wait, what it was. yeah, that's and the one six. I got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I remember this vividly now that you say that you said anthology because like they were good collector's editions because this was when um, for PS3. Uh, Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 were already on the PSN, so they gave you a mm-hmm. download code for all of those. I think also 4. I want to say there was some way that you could get like the whole series yeah. up to that point. Mm-hmm. And then, it's 1 through but 5. With the, yeah. But with the Xbox version, um, I don't think the first three games were on XBLA, because I think they were still tied to Sony somehow, because they were like PS Classics or something. Yep. And yeah. so yep. they gave you 4... And five and uh, one of the movies, I think one of the you could get one of the movies or something because I yeah, remember it's like oh, degeneration or whatever it was called yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I mean, I'm arguably not as good as having the whole series but still like pretty good because I think they were not that much more expensive um, but I, I do recall I think some of those were maybe receipt codes maybe some of them were not but I do recall I know for a fact I did not buy this game new because it, I heard so many horrible things about it so i waited till somebody traded it in i tried it out and then i was like holy shit this is bad 
and then I waited for someone to trade it in with the codes. I'm like, I'll just uh, go for the good stuff here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that's the perks. that was what started my like solid two years of not supporting Capcom because of how much they had bastardized that that series. Yeah. yeah see, I I remember I picked up that collection and I. I my, I was so excited uh, because my buddies were telling me and hyping it up and whatnot. And then it got to the point where like I didn't get around to play it and they kept hyping it up and hyping it up that I had just gotten to the part where Leon gets out of the helicopter, which is mm-hmm. like literally like the first five minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yeah, I'm not playing this. Like I didn't play it till like years later. And I ended up enjoying it. Actually, I was like, I it, it to me was like one of the more memorable and fun ones for Did me. Did you play co-op? No, by myself. Oh, wow. See, I did yeah. not. I, I played it solo, and I heard it was a lot more fun co-op. But people will hate on RE5 forever. I played the shit out. I played that thing at least, I think, when it came out in the first year. I played it three times through co-op and then once on my own. Like, I was it's in fun on co-op. five for yeah. some reason. Yeah. That boulder punching. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is, like, I can't even, like, there's not even really, besides Chris and Shiva... There's nothing in Wesker. I can't think of any of the other characters that are in five, but I remember all the characters from four. There's yeah. actually the coolest thing about five. It's so dumb, but uh, it's dumb that this is one of the coolest things was the gold edition that came out with Jill and Chris, an add on yeah. where they are in another mansion. But it was really neat because you had to do puzzles and there was like there was an enemy that was a one hit kill on you. But you had to take it. Sl- it was like playing the first game, but co-op. So having weird puzzles yeah. and creepy moments where i remember i think you only encounter an enemy five times in that whole thing but there's a whole sense of dread because when he gets you you are dead and so it was like i played it through i played it through with anthony actually we had a lot of fun i think we played it through like twice in one sitting because it was only like a couple hours long or something so oh that's right thank you leftover ginger uh they said the gold edition also let you use the ps move controller because <laughs> you had to because so. the connect existed, so we had to have the move. There yeah, you well, I mean, in Sony's defense, they had the motion controls done before Nintendo, but didn't know how to make it cool. And then Nintendo happened, and or the Wii happened, and Sony's like, "Shit, we better get this out too." Uh, yeah. God, the Wii printed money. The Wii and the oh, 3DS yeah. just printed money. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Not the so 3DS, speed of not printing money. Speaking of not printing money, though. I doubt Konami will, because they don't know how to with the fucking series they have anymore, except for these rehashed yeah. collections. I, I I think the problem with it, too, is just like they're... Konami has just had a bad track record yeah. the last couple of years. And then the latest game that came out, I don't know if you guys heard of the... Uh, the uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't matter, but the bomb that they dropped with the PES, the Pro Evolution Soccer game that came out last week. It's a free to play oh. soccer game. They so Pro Evolution Soccer. I know of that. Is, but probably is Konami's like, to GameStop. <laughs> yeah, is Konami's like answer to FIFA. And for a while, it was like their baby. Like, oh, okay. There was a time where like they were going back and forth in everything that was going on. But Pro Evolution Soccer 2022 became a free to play game, and it's literally like this most bare bones game that Konami could have released. The models are horrendous. The control plays bad. terrible. The There's only one mode in there, and it's a single-player game, basically. Like, you can't even play with your friends online type of wow. deal. And it's it's a broken soccer game. And FIFA released, like, at the same time as it. Like, they both came out literally last week. 
And yeah, it's yeah. so people see this and they're like, well, now they're talking about Castlevania, Metal Gear, and they're like, Konami, aside from Bomberman right now, what they else have you been doing? God. They changed Pro Evolution Soccer, which is a pretty good name, to eFootball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's such right. a bad name. That's such a that bad name. That is not confusing at all. Not e- sorry, anyone football. outside of that's what I mean. Like anyone outside of Europe is not going to know what that means. Football. Like this ain't football. Yeah. This ain't hand egg. <laughs> hand egg. Fucking. Well, I always heard PES was uh, the more realistic of the two be- between that and FIFA. But yeah. you know, oh well, that's really yeah, that almost it... sounds like equivalent to Street Fighter V's release. <laughs> you know, bare bones. It should have been free at that point. Yeah, yeah, I played it at release. So. I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer was at one point a contender, and it was the little things. It was the realism. It's what it really came down to. And one of the things that I remember that was pointed out to me, and this was like the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 days, um, because it was a time when I when I worked for EA Games, and I was testing it. Um, I was testing uh, their games, not, uh, but FIFA was brought up because of EA. And my, one of my buddies was like, dude, Pro Evolution is where it's at. And he brought his copy and he was showing me the difference. And one of the things that stood out to me is when the halftime whistle is blown uh-huh. and the goalie has kicked the ball and it's up in the air and it's going towards your player in FIFA, it just hits him in the face, poof, deadpan, and the character just starts walking away like it ain't no thing, <laughs> right? And he's like, check this out in Pro Evolution Soccer. In Pro Evolution Soccer, the guy actually grabs the ball drops it and then like kicks it around a bit towards like the ref and i'm like oh shit like this is pretty yeah. neat and that was like the, the other one's point. funnier <laughs> it's the digit yeah one of them is funnier because it's like <laughs> but he posts it, the hell out of this ball it's the it's the it's the uh the details of it that really like stood out and it was right. like but now now it's yeah. here we are and um we're wondering right. what we're gonna get with metal gear castlevania and Simon hill both three big names for konami and fans fans will be fans those we'll are all games that are like historically important series yes and not mm-hmm. they should there doesn't need to be any more of them <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> you're done said, uh, said i think we could go man. with we could well, go with a new silent hill maybe we it's not i don't know it's <laughs> dude they hyped i mean the people that were going to be involved with the last one and PT and everything, that was like the highest hype that series has ever had. That is and, true. You know, and they're not going to, and they're going to try to ride that somehow. And it's not going to work. I just don't just give us PT it's... again. Just give us PT again. Well, that's yeah. the problem though. The problem about it is it's like anything that comes out when PT came out, it was, it was different. It was new. No one had seen anything like that. Like, and then resident evil comes in and says, <laughs> Let me go ahead and uh, yoink, take this yeah. away from you. And they put out Village, uh, not Village, uh, Seven. Yeah, no Village. Or was it Village? That was Village was the no. one with the dollhouse. Village is the new one. Village is the new yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think yeah. I always think that Village had way more PT inspirations than um, uh, Seven. Uh, seven. It was Seven. Yeah. Seven. Sheesh. And so yeah, so they came and did their thing. So now anything that Konami. Anything Konami tries to bring out that's even remotely to PT won't be compared to PT. It will be compared to Seven and Village. Yeah. They There's should. just so many good other games out there that are fan fan Castlevanias, and 
I don't know about Metal Gear, but yeah. Metal Gear yeah. needs Kojima's insane storytelling <laughs> brain behind mm-hmm. it. That's yeah, right. Curse, that, Curse of the Moon's yeah. great for Castlevania, for the Castlevania games that I like. Yeah. The only I Metal think... Gear games that work now are the parody ones. Unmetal just came yeah. out. Yeah. Right. And that's, yeah, that's... <laughs> I remember you. I think the that. only way this can succeed in any way is, I mean, it was two generations ago now that they did a collection of all of the, or well, they had the Metal Gears on PS3 on that complete edition thing because MGS1 right. was only on Sony consoles then, and they had the Silent Hill collection, excuse me, the HD collection, which was, uh, I did not jump too hard into it, but it was arguably, it was one of those situations like Sonic Adventure DX was a worse version, even though it was on Ooh. more powerful consoles. Yeah. Like the HD collection was worse because the fog effects were not, like the fog effects in the first Silent Hill were a result of limited hardware, but it worked in their favor. And so when they took out the fog and made it look more crisp, it kind of takes away from that mood of the of the whole thing. So what I'm getting Silent at Hill. though is I would see them... I would see them doing collections first and then ease into uh, possibly a new iteration in any of these. As long it's as it's time. not pachinko machines. And, I mean, even then, even then, like Scotty said, like whatever they're trying to ride right now, it's just, it's been too long. Yeah. It's just, it's been, it's been a long time. And mm-hmm. we're talking about like PlayStation 3, PlayStation. It doesn't seem like far, like a long time, but I mean, Last fa- the last Metal Gear game, the last canon Metal Gear game, Phantom Pain, 2015. Silent Hill, uh, Book of Memories, 2012. Lords of Shadow wow. was 2014, I believe. And that's Lords of Shadows 2. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wasn't Book so, of Memories a uh, retelling of one or something? Or am I thinking of another like one? That. No, I think I that's what it was, yeah. I forgot, too. Was... Uh, you know who else does this pachinko shit like this? Is SNK will do this shit, too. Oh, Jesus. With uh, King of Fighters and all that. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, let's hope for the best. Hoping good for the luck. best. And <laughs> we'll see about... Yeah, good luck. So. Yeah. Good luck. All righty. All right. Now it's time to get into the good part of the show. Uh, What did you do this week, Eddie? Hey, I got a new job. As a forklift operator, <laughs> well, how I are you mean, liking at the that? Time of day that you were playing that today, I was like, shouldn't he be at his job on Monday? I don't know how his well, schedule works. So, so no, I, I, IRL stuff will be discussed later on in the week. I mean, I could bring it up right now, but I just don't want to be that. I don't want that to be the the beginning of the podcast. Let it be at the end because it's not even um, worth mentioning. To be honest, and it's going to be short and brief. But um, yeah, I. I've been playing Shenmue. Um, I it's been a blast. I've been having a great time, but we have hit that point right now where um, it's the most tedious part of the game because of the forklift uh, simulation part that you have to do. You basically have to go and do this nine to five job, like work the harbor, move the crates. It's, it's nine to five. Sorry. Yeah, basically work in the harbor. Yeah, work in the harbor, <laughs> and so we're just there. Like we're like today. I was like, I'm just trying to progress in the game and. Make sure that like I can beat it tomorrow because we are in October and we want to go ahead and start October festivities at Spooktober. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you men and I are out. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, no. I've just been playing some Shenmue. Um, Earthbound, Earthbound, Earthbound is Earthbound. Welcome Earthbound. to Earthbound. 
Yeah, it's just I I'm having a blast with it. I keep reiterating how much fun I'm having with it, but I'm also not progressing as fast as a lot of people are expecting me to progress in that game. Oh, um, I played it two days as sorry, we only play. Yeah, well, no, as like we only play it. Well, I only play it every Thursday. I only play it every Thursday, and I play it with my buddy uh, Zombie Paper Underscore, who's mm-hmm. been um, who's been basically co-piloting me through this journey. Um, and it's been fantastic, just the banter that we have, and as we're playing the game. But we're still, I guess I should have all four characters by now. But we're still finding the second one, is where I'm at. Wow, right because I'm like <laughs> literally just going through everything. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, look at this, look at that, look at this. You're not a speedrunner of this game. Fuck that. Not yeah, not at all. But uh, but I've been having a blast with that. Um, aside from that, I actually had the opportunity to meet uh, one of my friends that I've met here on stream on Twitch, uh, G to the next level. And okay. I'm going to go ahead and uh, give him a proper shout out right here. Okay. But he was in town actually working a convention that I had no idea was going around. Working yeah, um, too fast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you just start sending pictures. I'm like, oh, Eddie just like was having a stream earlier. And now he's at a convention that he told us nothing about. So <laughs> Yeah, it's it just it was one of those things where like I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, we were just going to meet up for lunch. Um, I didn't realize well, that knew he was actually... God wasn't going to be there this time. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the, the Lord was not going to be there. Oh, no one, um, your RTX cut out your laugh entirely, Corey, no, so you just I'm not, like I'm person. not. Oh, no, yeah, it there's always nothing does it, yeah. coming out. No, there's nothing oh, okay. coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, he was actually working the event. And uh, so we, we met up. We had lunch. We had the burger place that I mentioned earlier off stream, um, or the uh, Texas place, the not-so-Texas, yeah, not-so-barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was really nice. It was really fun getting to meet him and just kind of share our like streaming scenarios and being out in the convention and stuff like that. And then I, we, we ended up going inside and he was working the retro world series where they had, uh, uh, smash brothers going on. They had like NFL blitz. They had a bunch of little penny arcade machines right there too. So it was, it was interesting. And I didn't realize how big, like, or like how, like, popular they were trying to make this i guess uh convention because they did have like a bunch of like voice actors and they oh. had some wrestlers there and they had like a wrestling show going on like a free wrestling show was and, kevin like, nash a- sober when you met him kevin nash is always the sober one it's scott hall that we have to worry about oh and he is that was what not it is there yeah <laughs> he was not there when i got there he had already gone home and um <laughs> But no, it was funny. It was funny because like I walk in and the first thing I see is like the wrestling booth and like I see like a little crowd of people and I'm just like I'll skip that. I don't I don't need to go check out who's there. But I did see Kevin Nash off a distance. And um so I'm walking around, I'm looking kind of just like exploring the thing and we go to the back area where they have all the voice actors and I don't know any of these like 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 I, I'm I'm bad with names when it comes down to voice actors. It's like I'm very yeah, he's very a fake terrible. gamer girl. <laughs> yeah, and and the only person that I recognized that I was just like, oh, that's pretty cool. He's here was Rob Paulson, which oh, is yeah. uh, you know Wacko Yakko and Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. Um, I believe that's him. I hope that's him. Sorry if I'm wrong. But, Rob Paulson. Uh, Rob pa- Rob Paulson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and 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 I'll segue into uh the pickups and stuff like that later on into how that was funny but it was nice it was interesting like just kind of going around and being at a con like being at 
the uh you know when they have like the um the panels and stuff like that and all the video games and all the people sending all their merchandise and yeah, like there was like some shit. astro cities and blast cities and stuff <laughs> and like an useless shit yeah but, oh yeah uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so but i was i was out handing passing out the uh um like the stickers, like the scrubbers, and I was like, "Oh, I'll be talking about this podcast like uh, this week, like or over this con on the podcast this week. Like you guys should check us out." People were like, "Oh yeah, like blah, blah, blah. Um We need to was, get uh, actual business cards instead of those stickers. <laughs> yeah, right. But it works. It works. But yeah, no. So the the the, the thing I will say about the con though is um, how people will hustle and do what they got to do to make their money and whatnot. Oh yeah. There was one. There was one person there in particular that uh, stood out to me. That literally like created their Instagram like that day for like this purpose of being in the uh, podcast, and they were just doing sketches. They were doing like random sketches of people like just like walking by, and they're like, "Yeah, two dollars, I'll get you a sketch." And huh. I'll and and she that's all she was doing. It's just like people are like, "You tell me what's the sketch, I'll draw it for you. Two bucks, here you go." Did you do it? And and, and I did, I did do it. And their their name was uh, Grim Dot Sketches. Um, their Instagram still only has a couple of pictures, not a lot. Uh, mine is not up there yet, but I'm holding it up for the viewers right there. That's a oh, sketch look you at did that. of me. Look at that. Two bucks. So, Let's go. Just a quick little sketch. Yeah, add Grim dot sketches. Uh, they, they were pretty cool. They were really cool. Just kind of hang out and, and sketching every, uh, every everybody there. The other one um, that really stood out to me that I pointed out there, and I sent the link on the Discord, um, is the sushi bar-esque art. Like sushi art, I guess I should call it. And... She had her booth set up to look like it was a sushi place. Menu items were like the items there that she was selling were n- numbered. Like as if you're ordering from a menu, like right. if you say you wanted the number three, you would get this sticker. If you wanted the number 12, you'd get this like stationary stuff. And it stood out really, really, really great to me because I thought it was just amazing. And I got ah. me a sticker uh, from them, like a little sushi bowl. But basically, I, and, and I'm sorry if, if she's listening to this and I describe it the wrong way, but it's furry sushi, I it guess. Is. Is oh, the I, best I, I was about to say, this is furry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, could say, uh, you could maybe say anthro is maybe a more... Yeah. Uh, that what it is, way. anthro? Yeah. Anthro sushi? <laughs> well, there's, there's anthrocon, me- so yeah. Yeah, so she has, like, really, really good stuff, and I was just, like, really impressed by it, and she's going to have these stuffed animals that she's going to have a Kickstarter for. She's got shirts, she's got stationary items and stuff like that, but it was really neat, and the way she sold it, she's just like, what can can feed your appetite today, and like, la, 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 and I'm like, man, like, she is very invested in this. And uh, it stood out. I thought it was great. And uh, and I bought a sticker, and I'm definitely going to be looking into, like, getting some more stuff, because I thought it was cute, and she sold me on it. So... That was the thing. And then uh, after all of that, after all my walking around and whatnot, um, I spotted Michael Bain. Michael Bay from The Terminator was there. I was like, holy shit, it's Kyle Reese. And, uh... <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but he was, like, taking off already. He's just like, yeah, I'm done for the day. And I'm like, oh, well, all right. Get the Thanks, fuck out of my Bain. way, kid. <laughs> it was, it yeah. was good seeing you. Moving nerd. And then I, I ended well, up... Well, hey, hold on. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Scotty's met Eddie, uh, Eddie Furlong. So... <laughs> I have? What? You oh, 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 oh. You said Eddie, and I'm like, we're talking to Eddie. That's not the Eddie it's we're me. talking to. No, Edward Furlong. He met yeah. him, and it, uh... Yeah, it was a Scotty, mistake. Scotty was just like, it was depressing. <laughs> it was not, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying we were hopeful, and I'm not saying that was, like, gonna be the highlight of the convention. Yeah. Because we also met, um, Christopher... 
shit. He was the Lloyd? prince. He he was no. He was the prince in Princess Bride, and he was the vampire in Fright Night. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah, I can think the, of the, the first prince in Princess Bride. Carrie Elves. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no! Not the princess, the Prince Humperdinck, who's gonna marry her, the bad guy. Carrie, oh, the bad guy. No, oh, no Carrie, the good yeah, guys. Carrie, say, Carrie yeah, Els or Carrie Yules? Yeah. No shit, fucking hell. The guy from uh, the Twister movie? <laughs> nope. Also, you guys are thinking. No, different... Carrie Els isn't the Twister. Oh, probably. He's um, the bad guy. He's, he's also in Liar Liar. Uh, so let's see oh, here. Wow, he it, his name yeah. is Christopher. Come on, people. Christopher, come on. Yes, let's go. Christopher, come on, people. Well, while you look for that person's name, <laughs> yes. uh, before I get to my wrestling story and stuff like that, I'm going to segue Sarandon. into the first pickup. Huh? Christopher, Chris Sarandon. Chris Sarandon? All I right. Yeah. Chris Sarandon. Who the fuck is Chris Sarandon? You'll know him. He's He's yeah. been in other stuff. He's a good guy. He called me Todd, so we decided my name is Todd for the day because we're not going to correct he him. He called me Todd. There you go. Sure, there's your next title. Dear Diary, he called me Todd. I have no idea who this guy is. You do. Is he related to Susan Sarandon? Because that's the only reason I would know. I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. Are we going to delve down? That is literally the question below. It says, is Chris Sarandon related to Susan? It's his spouse. already clicked on his Wikipedia. All right, there you go. Uh, They were divorced in 1979, married in 1967, so... Yeah. yeah, I was like, no, I was like, uh, Susan Sarandon ended up getting with, uh, what's his name from Shawshank Redemption? Tim Robbins. Hmm. Tim Robbins. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't care about this. What? Go, keep. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you, you guys segued into this, not me. Whoops. All right? Yeah, you guys segued Scotty into this, not me. Scotty put a podcast in the hall, and he's like, I got to find this last guy's last yeah, name and so right I now. Was try- yeah, I was trying to segue into my first pickup because I thought that was like where the whole thing, like I don't know who these people are and I'm not a real nerd or whatever, <laughs> is uh, I I went to this Funko like little section and they had the April O'Neil Funko Pop. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. You know, and I bought it, and the guy's like, "Well, you know, he's like, you know, the uh, the, the uh, voice actors are here, right?" And I'm like, "Oh, no, no, I had no idea. Yeah, they're over there in the corner. You should go say hi and have them sign it for you." And I'm like, "I'm I'm good. Like yeah. I like I'm I'm all right, buddy. Like calm down, okay. creepy old man." Yeah, I mean, no, that's but usually I what uh, what people do because buying a pop at a random booth is cheaper than buying their um uh their shots, their promo shots or whatever to get them to sign. You know? Yeah, but um finishing up i'm finishing up the con and i'm ready ready to go home i make my way back to the wrestling area and i see that kevin nash is all alone oh so i go up to kevin nash he's finishing up his day he's finishing up his his day and uh um i go up to him and i'm just like hey kevin nash i just want to like say thank you you know for your uh for your contribution contributions to the wrestling world uh wwf wcw the new world order and i've also liked your acting super shredder was amazing because he was in tmn2 as super shredder and the russian and the punisher yeah and he's like that and he's like he's like thanks like you know thanks big tall guy and then he proceeds to sit down because he thought i was actually gonna like sit there and like talk to him what (laughs) and yeah and i'm like oh shit so like now we're we're talking now. We're doing a podcast. But, yeah, but the but the the only reason the only reason I went up to him honestly was because um, my friend Sarah Zombie, she's a big Kevin Nash fan. We were talking about it last time we were watching wrestling, and she's like, "I think I still think he's sexy." This and this and that, like blah blah blah. All so right. 
I I asked Kevin Nash, Kevin, um, I got a friend who, you know, uh, really thinks you're a great guy. She's a great fan of you. She, th- she thinks you're sexy, this and this and that. And I was like, I was wondering if I could get a message like for her. And he's like, yeah, what's your name? And I was just like, Sarah. And he's like, all right. So he records a, a message Basically for her. Basically a cameo. He, yeah, like a cameo. And and he's just like, hey, Sarah, I hope you're doing well. Blows her a kiss. Whoa. Take care. And I was like, and so I sent her, I sent her that, and she's like freaking out, like she's like, oh my god, Kevin Nash, but and I'm like, so Kevin, like, how much, you know, how much for it? He's like, no, nah, man, don't worry about it. I, you know, thank oh, you for coming by. Cool. And I was like, oh, sweet, because I looked at his cameos, and he's like 120 bucks a cameo, and I'm like, oh, well, shit. I just got one for free, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, you know, like let's go. And so, so no, he was really cool. And and I, I guess the a hell of a conversation like I, with you you had with him worth one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, the 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 crazy thing about it was is that like I like I could have I should have I guess in hindsight taken a picture because I am a fan of his too, but I was just like no nah, I'm like I didn't want to bother him I was just like it is what it is I got this I didn't want to overstep my boundary. Oh, but at the so corner we... at, at the corner of the eye of my eye I see Greg the Hammer Valentine kind of okay. looking at me. And like I think he thinks that I'm gonna go up to him because it's Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh no! Right? And he's there just kind of like you know being like you know trying to be a cool dude. He's holding on to his Intercontinental belt like yeah, like I'm you know yeah. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Come hang out with me. Yeah, and I and I'm like walking by and I'm just like hey, good to see you, Greg. And I'm just <laughs> like, what? Why? Because I'm like I know who he is, but I am not that much of a fan. Like I don't not know as big how to as approach for Kevin Nash. Yeah, like, yeah, so I was just like, oh, man. But Jake Roberts was apparently there. Scott Hall was there, and I missed them. They were there on Sunday, um, but not, yes, on that Saturday that I went. But anyways, that's what I've been doing. Uh, that's what I did this weekend. Um, it was fun. It was a great convention. It was nice to go out there and just kind of mingle and see people and see the costumes and oogle at the <laughs> at yeah. the cosplayers that some of them were like, whoa. Like, yeah. There, there needs to be some more clothing there, but I don't mind. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> and so, uh, Lilu Dallas is what I saw. Just the white tape. And I was oh. like, fair enough. Let's go. There you go. There, there's, you know, before we get too far from it, there is a fine line of celebrities having to, um, you know, it, it's, it will acting is a whole different world and you kind of have to get into a zone for it and everything. So it was probably part of, you know, there's a fine line between getting in that, presentable personable zone and then also coming off like a pompous person because yeah. he was probably just raring up to have to have a to to have to have another conversation you know what i mean yeah not, not oh no yeah was, you, you, you know you so. could you could tell because of the way because like he was standing up and like i said i went up to him and then like how he sat down wasn't like oh like like hey like yeah how's it going like let's let's chop it up it was more mm-hmm. of a like Oh. Let me ease back. He's like, ah, oh, okay. And uh, what's up? This is just ease the seat this back. Is, this is just how I sit. You yeah, sit like this. And so, yeah. yeah, no, six foot ten, dude. He's like almost seven yeah. feet tall. No, the Jesus guy's huge. Christ. Yeah, but uh, anyhow, so yeah, that's what I've done. Um, for my pickups, I showed the April O'Neil uh, mm-hmm. pop that I got. I yep. also got me a Brawler sixty four controller. How's that going? Um, I'm not unsure. I'm still kind of uh, a. It's, it's, it, it feels great. It feels great. However, um, apparently the joystick when using Project Sixty Four uh-huh. doesn't work well. But huh. if you use Mupin Sixty Four, it works fantastic. Hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. 
But I like my 64 to look great. So Mupin doesn't give me that. So I kind of have to play around with it. It says it's also for the Switch. And I connect it to my Switch. It pairs up. But none of the buttons work. So I don't know what to do. And I was looking online and people were saying that after the latest update they had with the Bluetooth stuff, it nulled most of the third-party controllers. And I'm like... And the that only sucks. reason why I bought it was because of the update that they're going to have later on this month for the Nintendo 64 yeah. stuff. So was that, that was that an impulse buy at the convention, or did you actually order it and stuff? Oh no, no I ordered it. I ordered it from oh, Amazon. It was like shoot. thirty-five bucks. Okay, so, crap. Yeah, it is what it is. But I mean, I can still play. I can still play the stuff on on the emulator. I just gotta get used to not till it. It works. So the 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 basic thing is that like every direction works except down right. Downright, I can't push all the way down or else Mario comes to a stop. But if I huh. slightly move him down, he works fantastic. Huh. How many times am I actually going to be like aiming downright? Not that often. But it gets mm-hmm. annoying when you're trying to go around in a circle and he just mm-hmm. comes to a dead stop because of that dead zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. But There might anyhow. be an update to Project 64 eventually that might fix it or something like that. I, I've been on their Discord. Deal yeah. with it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Deal with it? That's what they said? Thanks. Yeah, basically. You're shit wow. out of luck. I was like, all right, cool. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving a Mupin. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Fuck him. But, uh, yeah, I picked up uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Fantastic little racing game. I think that's something Switch. Scotty and I are picking up soon, too. Um, I'm grabbing eventually. I'm not happy with the price they're asking about it, but, yeah. Yeah. Looks great. Plays Track great. Looks good. Very simple arcade racing game. Um, not too sure about the campaign so far because that's a, it's a grind to unlock to unlock the cars to get the little loot boxes to or like little mystery boxes that they have on there. And it's like you got to pay in game money, and to get in game money, you have to play the campaign, which is like, all right, I'll do this race. But they one box is like three hundred coins, and each race that you win is only like twenty five coins. And I'm like, oh wow. So I have to grind to get these things. And, and you can't get them online? You, you can get them online, I think. Like, you could microtransactions, right? Woo-hoo. There's a season pass. There's some sort of stupid Yeah, there's a it. season pass and all that stuff, too. But anyhow, so yeah, I picked up that one. I picked up Cruising Blast. I haven't played this yeah. one yet. Yeah, that's but why I hear really... I'm mad about the Hot Wheels price, because that game is 40 bucks and it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have online, unfortunately. Well, Hot, Hot yeah. Wheels is uh, 40 bucks too, isn't it, on the Switch? I think it's 50 Corey it's was 50. telling me it's 50 That's what I'm going I looked on of. GameStop the other day, and it said 50 Well, there you go. Uh, Cruising Blast. And then I also picked up Sonic Colors Ultimate uh, hey. on the Switch. And right. I played it before the update and after the update, and I had no issues. Just cool. saying. I'm going to pick mine being, up then. Yeah, yeah. trolls being trolls. Yeah, so I had no issues. And I got the one with the little keychain plushie and all that stuff, too. I got Aside that, from too. That, that was my only option. And I was like, I don't really want this. This is such a huge waste of cardboard. It's but I guess I got too. a keychain mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So What's whatever. hilarious is I've been watching uh, Game Grumps play because they started playing Sonic. And Aaron's mad that the game won't glitch. He's like, why is this game working so well? It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he loves it when Sonic games. Because he loves Sonic and he loves it when Sonic games don't work right. Because sometimes it's some of the funniest shit that you've ever seen. <laughs> That's how Alien Colonial Marines was when my buddy Josh and I were playing it. It was busted as hell. We'd get like Xenos trying to attack us, but they would just sink into the ground and be stuck there going like this. <laughs> yeah, that, yes. And then like the update just made the game boring because it was working and nothing goofy was happening. <laughs> That's funny. 
That's really good. That's fucking but yeah, great. That was it. That's pretty much it. Like, uh, that was my weekend and my pickups. And honestly, it was one of the more eventful ones. And I, so yeah, once again, uh, shout out to G to the next level for uh, meeting up with nice. me, having lunch, and uh, hanging out at the con. It was great. Sweet. I have to ask just because it's a bullet point. What are new earplugs or are those not worth mentioning? Oh, yeah, just got some new earrings. I lost my earrings. Uh, oh, those I, kind I, of people, plugs. Yeah, okay. those little uh, those plugs. I, I, I was trying to find a better way to uh, word it. Um, because I remember sizers, the first time I got these, right? yeah, what's that? Aren't they just sizers or whatever you got? I guess. Just no? I guess regular sizers. Yeah, yeah. We I learned that my uh, ears were actually stretched and not regular ones. But um, I remember you got gauges. I, yeah, I was trying to figure out the best wording for it because I hadn't bought a pair of earrings, um, in about like almost like twelve, if not more, like fourteen, fifteen years ago. And when I got the last pair that I got, I remember I told my buddy, he's like, yeah, I need to go to Hollywood to find some black studs. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, some plugs, you know, like some earrings and stuff like that. So I was trying to figure out a way to like word it here where I could be like, oh, I got me some black studs over the weekend. <laughs> but Jesus. I was just like, oh, new earplugs. And then, yeah, with the help of uh, Sailor Corellia, she actually helped me out get the right size based off of a picture. Um, I had we we, we I, I had a smaller size. Um, but now they're a little bit more stretched and they they fit great. But that's it. I just got some new plugs. That was it. Going Nothing to special. Hollywood to get black studs sounds like the next Harold and Kumar movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I had a buddy that used to have gauges and then he let them heal up. And he's like, yep, now I got cat buttholes in my earlobes. Because yeah. that's yeah. basically what they look like. So, Someone, so that title you just said, I need you to type it into the chat so we remember it. That was a good title. The whole Which Harold way? and Kumar thing? No, the the Black Studs one. Going to Hollywood to get going some to Black Hollywood. Studs. <laughs> yeah. That's, there we go. All right. Anyway, uh, let's see. Let me pull up my docket. I had to click off of it for a second. All right. So today, officially, of the, the day of recording this podcast, our YouTube Let's Play series is live on YouTube. So if you are listening to this podcast and you're not already sub to us on YouTube, go look for Scrubverse and sub to us. We're trying to get we're close to 100 subs. And once we get 100 subs, we get that uh, customized URL, I believe. So, oh, oh right, 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 right. But yes, the first episode of actually, by the time this episode comes out, probably two episodes will have come out. The Mega Man Legends series with me and Scotty, that's going to start on Tuesday. So... There and then on Friday, we're going to have that. Mondays and Wednesdays will be Legend and Dragoon for a while. Tuesdays and Thursdays are going to be Mega Man Legends for a while. And then Friday, we're going to have Final Fight for these next this week and the next two weeks. And then Eddie and I are going to be recording uh, our other series that we're going to be doing. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy with everything so far. Uh, I'm learning. Chris gave me a crash course, about an hour crash crash course last night of the YouTube al- algorithm and how to like man- not manipulate it, but like make sure to tag your video and like put keywords in the description. That's going to make you pop up in like SEO feeds and stuff like that. So that was fun, but I'm excited about it. We've already gotten some traffic on it. We've gotten a good amount of views. It's number three trending as uh, our best video that we've ever had. So, <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant like on YouTube or something. Yeah, it's number three trending in the Legend of Dragoon series on YouTube. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure. I'm, I think uh, our Toy Commander 
playthrough or something is the best on fucking Mega Visions. I remember no one plays that game either. <laughs> Chris goes, we got to do a video over Ledger Dragoon when he was doing like his video essays. And yeah. like the minute we said that, two weeks later, le- later Matt McMuscles came out with a Ledger Dragoon video, and I was just like, oh, "What yeah, the fuck, right. man!" Like, yep, 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 yep. It's crazy. Yeah, it works. Yeah, I love it. So, but no, I'm excited for those. We've got enough content. Even just like as of today, we have three weeks worth of content. So what we're doing is we're just recording slowly every week to get that backlog going. So uh, we're working out some kinks on some stuff, uh, but so far I'm happy with it. I'm very happy with it. So good job, boys. Go. Yeah. Did I didn't do anything. You literally you like you he, showed up. You should have saw his setup. His setup was so oh, well, laid back. That was so was I great. could do even less. Yeah. If, yes. If people are watching right now. Uh, my back was essentially on the Dreamcast here. My feet were on the chair that I'm in, and I was just like, I had everything stretched out across my monitor so that it was like almost had a curved monitor, and I'm just like. Shit, this is how it needs to be because it's got to be just bro time, you know, hanging out playing <laughs> yeah. games. You I ain't got a footstool to like, hold your beer. Let's play video game. Yeah, I, I got a footstool <laughs> for my mouse and my beer. Not the best combo, but they were there. So yeah, it, it was, was great. Good. I loved it. So yeah, it was great too because like I remember when uh, I started recording with Corey. Um, he, he's like he has his camera on. I was like, oh, we're 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 putting on cameras. I guess I got to put a shirt on now. <laughs> no i was like i mean because i thought we were just chilling like i was just like because well, like chris thing, and like... i don't turn it on but scotty and i scotty i guess we work better when we can see each other so i didn't know what the fuck was going on i'm, so. I'm the same way no i'm yeah. i i always prefer the cameras on but for the most of the part anytime like this happens or i'm involved in something like this it's like oh the cameras are off so i'm like all right no shirt no pants let's go <laughs> it gets hot in your, that room sometimes oh yeah it does i got it yeah no, I gotta, I gotta clean up some stuff because it's getting just crazy out here. Fuck this place. <laughs> you guys can check out, uh, you guys can check out that first episode of Mega Man Legends. But I'll give a little sneak peek here. That game is different, and I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I, I, it's been just far enough away from me playing it last that I have forgotten a lot. But I remember the gist of things to sort of direct Corey. But holy shit, I forgot about defending city hall and and the only thing i honestly remembered from that game was was data being the dancing monkey really so data's the best and the worst at the same time so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right let's see uh so hallie and i have decided that we are attempting to watch a horror movie every night i fucking hate you guys <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for audio listeners, they were doing the fucking data dance, the back and forth. Yeah, uh, he should be in Super Monkey Ball. Come on, yeah, dude. There we go, man. But he's in Smash. If, if let's oh, go, let's go. <laughs> that would be such a fucking fuck you to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so good. Uh, but no, we're attempting to watch a horror movie, horror movie, every horror. night of October. And we failed that already because we didn't watch one tonight. So you never do it any every year. You no, you so, get a solid sh- half or shut one up. week in. Y- yeah. Yana, Yana, I'm gonna need you, Yana. <laughs> Yana, you know, this wood. Yeah. Uh, no, so we're gonna double up tomorrow night. I've got we've got some more free time. There will be some nights like Thursdays where I stream that one for Mega Visions. Uh, it's not going to work that well. So we're just going to double up. So, like, tomorrow night we're going to watch two movies. But so far we have watched uh, Exorcist 3, which I knew I was going to like the Exorcist 3. But after watching it and hearing the dialogue in that movie, 
that movie is a lot better than people give it credit for. Like the exorcist three is like for anyone that doesn't know exorcist really good horror movie. Exorcist two was God fucking awful. They were trying to piggyback off of the exorcist name. Then everyone thought that was the same thing with exorcist three, but it's a very good, like thriller slash horror movie. Kind of like how seven is, but then there's like a big exorcism at the end of it because Hollywood was like, you can't call this movie Exorcist 3 and not have an exorcism in it. So <laughs> that was compared to what the ending of the original was. It was just literally it was so like deadpan and anticlimactic. I was very happy with how the ending to Exorcist 3 is. I'm being yeah, vague okay. about it. I'm trying to because it's a good movie and I think you guys should watch it. I've never Down seen uh, anything beyond the first one. Like, I've seen The Exorcist, and I think after that I saw The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's, that's a different it. movie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's it. So they came out with The Exorcist, then they came out with Exorcist 2, The Heretic, and it was terrible. And then Exorcist 3, Legion, came out. That one's good. And then they tried to do a movie that's like The Exorcist, but it was a prequel to the first one. But the first release of it was so bad that they released another release of it. It was like the director's release. But that one was bad, too. So <laughs> it was just a like big Blade shit Runner. Oh, yeah. God, it, it's it's unfortunate. But that movie's really good. Um, the just the banter between some of the characters is phenomenal. And um, Brad Dorf. I don't know if you guys know who Brad Dorf is. Uh, that guy is fantastic in there. He's a really good actor. So. Anyway, we also watched Chopping Mall, for people that don't know about that movie. Shopping, Shopping Mall. Mall. Yeah. yeah. Hallie was like, what should I expect from this movie? I was like, boobs, and that's it. Boobs and killing. That's what it was. And it was, uh, it's very, very dumb. I had only seen Red Letter Media's uh, watch of it on Best of the Worst. No, uh, you've seen it in Search of Darkness Part 1. They talk about it in there. That's true. We did see. It. I knew of it before. How then, dare, though, because how of dare you forget movie. a portion of a four-hour movie a documentary? How dare I know? And I watched both how of dare. them. So, uh, but no, it, it's good. It's a very fun, schlocky. Just oh, we got these security dro or droids to you know go through this mall at night and be the security guards. Lightning strikes the radio signal. Now they're going haywire, and nice. you know. It's great. It's got, it's got Barbara Crampton in it. It's got the I can't remember her name, but she's the actress. She's the main girl, like the cheerleader in uh, Night of the Comet. She's in that movie as well. Sorry, look, you gotta. I, I'm I'm Chris starting Sarandon? to pull out. No, not Chris Sarandon. <laughs> Although we should watch Fright Night. Susan we're, Sarandon. We're, we're gonna watch sure. Fright Night. Uh, this the Fright Night's a really good one. The original one's really good. Um, yeah, but no, Chopping right. Mall's great. It's got a really good head explosion scene. And it's funny, and it's got boobs in it. And it's got that, uh, I can't remember his name, but he was the, in the Gremlins, he was the guy that was like, there's a Gremlin in my snow machine. And then there actually is a Gremlin oh. in his snow machine. Yeah. yeah. He's a really good actor, too. So, But then, the first night, and I kind of said this weird out of order, but we watched Galaxy of Terror. And I'm not going to go too hard into that, because I think Scotty and I are going to be working on something soon with us, uh, uh static zone with that one so i'm not going to talk about it too much on here but except for one scene in that movie and we'll get to it when we talk about that on that episode uh i really liked that movie it was really very super b sci-fi horror movie 
and you can see so many ideas that made it into the Alien franchise just off of that fucking movie. Well, because it was, of right James was it before? It was like it was like no, it was like two years after the first Alien. Well, James Cameron worked on Aliens, so you see a lot of the stuff oh, that James Cameron okay. worked on in Galaxy of Terror. He brought that over into Aliens. Oh, so yeah. Galaxy of Terror is a, a is a James Cameron movie. Well, it's he didn't like direct it, but he did a lot of like the ideas and like props and like setups and matte paintings and stuff and beautiful matte paintings in this movie. I fucking love the matte paintings and very very good death scenes. I liked a lot of the death scenes. And it's got a very young Sid Haig and a very young, very young Robert England. But unfortunately, even young Robert England looks old. It's just, it's just unfortunate on how that man looks. But it doesn't matter. So, so. it sounds like Corey's going to host that episode of the Static Zone podcast. More than likely, I, I will be ready for that one. And uh, I'm not going to defend the one scene whatsoever. But we'll talk Alrighty. about it. So I need to. I feel like every year I tell myself the same thing that I want to do this challenge where like every day in October, I watch a movie like yada, yada, yada. And then every year it comes by and I never do it. I just need to I, watch more movies of that. Like, yeah, just I, sit down and make yourself do it. Yeah. Like just, I, well, yeah. Uh, I committed to like a couple in a year and I literally just uh, back when I kind of communicated more on Facebook, I just said, Hey, I need, give me 10 movies. I should watch this October. And i Got a couple of favorites out of that. It was the first time I ever saw uh, the Reanimator, um, yeah, and things oh, like that. So I wouldn't try to go because if you you might burn yourself out if you've never done a full month of it or whatever. I'd yeah. I'd say start with the top ten. You know, yep. Yeah, because like the I've thing. always, I've always been like uh like I, it was I was trying to work on some stuff on the stream today, and I was just like, oh, it'd be neat because like people are doing like Halloween alerts and like spooky alerts and all that stuff. Let yeah. me see what I can do, and I was like, you know what would be great. It's like if I take some of these movie scenes and I'm like, all I know is Jason. All I know is Freddy. <laughs> oh, you're talking to two people that can help you with that, sir. You know? Yeah. So, like, even, like, when it comes down to, like, zombie stuff, like, I like the whole zombie aesthetic and whatnot and, and like, the movies. But I'm, like, very limited. Like, uh, what was it? The um, Night of the Living Dead? Like, the the original one? The Romero yeah, one? Yeah. I want to say I saw it once as a kid and I was like, I don't get it. And as an adult, like, I haven't seen it. Same thing with Evil Dead. Like, the original Evil Dead. I was like, I saw it as a kid, and I was like, I don't get it. Evil Dead what? 1 is a little rough because it's a college movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, quite literally. And so, and yeah, so, like, things like that, I just, like, I have not seen. Like, I think, like, Shaun of the Dead is, like, one of my favorite zombie movies. And I'm like, that that's not really a good. horror movie. A like, or a spook, you know? like It's a, a horror comedy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing, like, uh, like, like, A Nightmare on Elm Street, but I don't remember it either. Hmm, yeah. You know see? And Halloween is like completely for me. If you've never seen Halloween, I saw it for the first time last year, and I'm like, man, I, I know why these this was an yes. inspirational movie to people, but if you've never seen it and you're watching it now, it's like, God, it's why am I thinking this is a classic film right now? <laughs> I, that's what I want to say. I don't think since we're on the topic, I don't think Halloween's a good horror. Movie. Like I don't think it's a good movie. I understand its importance. This is my same thing with the Beatles. I don't like the Beatles. I understand yeah. their importance on musical, you know, history and stuff. So I understand. And but there's other John Carpenter movies that I like. I understand Halloween is important, but I really wish Halloween would have went the route that I think Carpenter wanted it to go when it was going to be 
each if there were sequels it was going to be a different story that was revolved around halloween it wasn't just yep. always going to be michael myers but that's what sold so the first two were michael myers and then when the third one came out season of the witch and everyone was like where's michael myers fuck this movie and i want to say i haven't seen it but i've seen very positive things about halloween 3 i can't so. watch that movie again I, I can't stand bugs that's all i'm gonna say so. oh Fair enough. Dude, we were going through the list on, like, uh, Shudder and, like, all that stuff on t- on the TV, and we saw, like, Fright Night, and we saw, like, so many, like, ones that I was just like, oh, we might have to watch this one. It's just so bad sounding. So We have had a list on Shudder that we've created, but we've forgotten so many times because there's, there's so... For a, for a horror-centric streaming service, there's so little on there, it sometimes feels like. But yeah. honestly, though, for you, Eddie, I would recommend maybe do the one free month of Shudder, if that exists, and just check your movies I out that way. I think it still way. does, yeah. I think yeah. it does. Yeah. I think I go through, like, Amazon Prime has, like, a Shudder channel. Oh. So, like, hmm. if you have a Shudder account, you can go through there. We, yeah. I think I, I signed up for, it wasn't Shudder, but it was... Uh, Galaxy it was. Terrors on Tubi. So Tubi has a lot of random stuff, and it's free, but it's got commercials. Yeah, and so I was going to say the same of... thing right now. I think Pluto TV has, like, a whole horror channel one. where they're just, like, yeah. constantly yeah, playing. Yeah, they, they have a lot of, like, old, 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 old stuff on that. <coughs> Excuse me, on Pluto. I got so, I, I got excited because I told my wife, I was like, we get to watch The Blob again. And she goes, I hated that movie. I was like, no, The Blob, the 1980s <laughs> that is, remake that's is That's so another good. one that is like, uh, something needs to happen in, like... Uh, 20 minutes please you know yeah but once it starts rolling it's going literally (laughs) but then i saw the cover for society and i've never seen society and i have heard it is bonkers so i'm Hmm. it is a very body horror movie is what i've been seeing that i didn't know that i mean i love the thing and the thing is technically body horror so yes it's just it's the thing, like, this is the last, like, warning I'll give about uh, horror movies, Eddie, is it's very subjective. And so what people think might be the best thing in the world is just True. straight up not for you sometimes. Because yep. yeah. horror yeah, is like, an umbrella genre. There's so much within it. So Yeah, yep. I just need to start, like, uh, like looking back. Because, like, I remember seeing, like, these movies as a kid. Like I said, I've even seen, like, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Killer Clowns but, like, from Outer Space. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, that's another one, yeah, that I remember watching, and that was, like, really, I thought that one was really cool, but I've seen, like, movies like uh, the remake of House on Haunted Hill, you know. Yeah, with Vincent um, Price, yeah. Yeah, Th- 13 Ghosts, The Ring, I, the American Look, version. man, I actually really like 13 Ghosts, so. Oh, no, 13 amongst... Ghosts is fantastic, but those are the ones, that's what I'm saying, those are the three that stick out to me yeah, compared yeah. to everything else. So, but I'm very I've... limited to to what I've seen is what I'm saying. Look, we can give you a list. There's a lot I, of good ones out there. We can also give you a list of really bad ones too. So yes, I just the only need... recommendation, the only like solid recommendation I will make, and I will say nothing else. I'll say one thing about it is Monster Squad, and I will <laughs> say people Christ. compared it to the Goonies, but it is not the Goonies. It's just a fun family romp. Well, thanks to Scotty, I'd never seen The Lost Boys, and I finally watched it like two years ago, and that movie is fucking phenomenal. The Lost That's Boys, yeah, it's yeah. I had never seen it ever. I'd always heard of it, and I was just like, "All right, this is goofy." But then, all right, like, we need we to, we down. need to, we need to get out of this. We're never gonna get out of this. Uh, whatever. All That's right, point right now. Fine, it's content. Shut up. No. Yeah. 
All right, anyway, I will have, I'll do like weekly updates to let you guys know what I watched this week and what I thought about it and all that stuff. So uh, instead of trying to do one every day, we're going to shoot for 31 movies in the month. That way we can double up and we don't have to, like, you know, all that. So loopholes. But anyway, also on the last week's stream of for Megavisions, I played three indie games. I did an indie showcase night. Uh, I played Steel Assault that just came out by Tribute Games. I played Crisis Wing, which was a schmuck. Why is everyone trying to steal salt? (laughs) I hate you. I hate you. (laughs) Hit on record. How do you hit on record? (laughs) The lightning Uh, storm can't come sooner, huh? (laughs) Crisis Wing is is a schmuck from East Asia Soft. And then I also played Mighty Goose by Blast Mode Games, I believe. Uh, I beat Steel Assault. I, I bought it. And it came, like I played it on normal, which is the second to highest difficulty, and I'm just like, oh, cool. This game wasn't that hard. It does open things up at the end for maybe DLC. So hopefully that maybe it's gonna be like free DLC because the game is twenty bucks. But for like I beat it in like forty eight minutes, like it wasn't very long. Mm. Uh, but the playstyle is great. Uh, the guy very much reminds me of Captain Commando with an electricity whip. But okay, it's oh. good. That's good. Music, the music is phenomenal in it. The boss designs are great. Uh, like the character portraits when they come in when they're talking, or like whenever you fight a boss of a level, it's too like your character portrait against theirs. Fantastic sprite work. Like the, mm-hmm. it's absolutely beautiful. But I, I mean, I can't. I, I, I hope more is with it. Like I also don't want to be like, oh man, I paid twenty dollars for, you know, fifty an hour long game. But that doesn't mean like the game's not bad. So, but we'll see. But in retrospective, right? Like, let's talk about the games that used to come out back in the days and you had to pay full price. Mega Man X. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm just, we'll see. Maybe I'm spoiled, but it was a, it's a good game. It was a very good game and I'm excited. It's got a lot of replayability. So, uh, Crisis Wing, on the other hand, can eat a chode. (laughs) <laughs> uh that game pissed like i like it the game is very good but it's man i don't know if i was just not right in the right headspace for uh a shmup that night more but, like crisis wang uh, oh, hey i need chris boots. back <laughs> there's your there's your episode title crisis apple will love that uh yeah but i mean it's just it's nothing super fancy it's just like a regular shmup that you know you can get a weapon upgrade that's different colors which means the different colors will give you different upgrades i didn't realize until halfway playing through the game that if you keep getting the same color of an upgrade it does upgrade your weapons upgrade so you'll get a stronger version of that uh weapon but there that's were some yeah there was just some levels where i was just like oh i spawned in and i immediately died just because this, this is, is a shmup. You're describing a I mean, shmup. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, you're right. Maybe I, I need to go back to it. And maybe play it when I'm not streaming because it is a very like, are you bullshit. Just pick it up and play. Shmups are just. I don't. I play a couple, and man, the one that introduced me to shmups spoiled me. But yeah, they're they're bullshit difficult. All of them. It yeah, is... you can't you can't knock it for eight bucks either. Yeah, oh, it was yeah, only well, eight dollars. Yeah, it was yeah. only eight bucks. So six seventy nine on Microsoft right now. There you go. So if you want to want to gamble eight dollars, <laughs> I thought you were going to say if you want to eat a dick. <laughs> if you want to eat a dick, go download Crisis. No, no, no. It, it's good. I'm going to give it another try. It would also be probably it would be what's good about the game is you can pick 
if you want to go vertical or if you want to go horizontal. You can change oh, that cool. in the options. That can be so, a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't horizontal I'm terrible at, but like the vertical stuff is great. So I feel like horizontal is like what America or North America did to shmups or something cuz I've never seen a yeah. something from Japan a shmup release that's not Nope, nope, nope. Death smiles. I own death smiles. Never mind. Forget everything I said. Shmups are hard. The first one I thought of, everyone, the one I always think of is Parodius. That's the first side scroller shmup that I always think of. Parodius. Oh, you don't know what Parodius is? Of course you do. Wow, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Parodius is. Just look Welcome up. Welcome to the podcast where all we do is introduce Eddie to shit that he doesn't need to do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Parodius is a series of cute ups developed and published by Konami. The games are tongue-in-cheek Parodius, oh, I'm sorry, parodies of Gradius and also feature characters from other Konami franchises. All I know, there's a game called Sexy Parodius now. And I yep, want that's why I was not saying anything else. But you found it. Apparently Parodius was on Saturn? Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, the Saturn is a shmup machine. I love it. Yeah, per- yeah, shit. We're all right. Yeah, I I just want to play Parodius now. Parodius is really good. Oh, Chris is here. How no, Chris, you can't. You not know about that, Chris? Holy crap! Sexy Parodius, yeah, yeah. That is this. a yeah. Let's please move on. <laughs> Are you? Oh, you don't like Parodius anymore? Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh so yeah. And then I played Mighty Goose. Mighty Goose, there were some mixed reviews about Mighty Goose when it first came out. And uh, I don't know if that, like, dissuaded me from playing it right at the beginning. But this game is super fucking fun, and I love it, and the humor's oh, great. That's good. You have a honk button in the beginning. It's your oh, secondary yeah. weapon. And the description is, it does nothing, but you can honk at people. So, <laughs> and I, nice. it's... For people that don't know what it is, it is a fast-paced run-and-gun shooter starring a bounty hunter named Goose. Uh, you end up getting uh, weapon upgrades, and you end up getting like extra, uh, like extra second weapons, like mines and like bombs and stuff like that. So it's it's really really fun. Uh, I think it was I think I got it on sale. It was like thirteen dollars uh, on Steam, but I got about I think I got about a third away through the game. Uh, last I checked, I was around thirty percent. So, but it looks so, great. It's very metal. Slug. The metal slug. It sounds like it's like heavy machine gun, and I'm like, okay, this is just a straight up metal metal slug yeah. with a goose. <laughs> the look of it reminded me of Earthworm Jim, just a creature taken from nature and thrown into a robotic a robot space yep. suit. Yeah, it's you know? uh, it's each it has like an in-game currency that you could use in levels to be like this tough this part's really tough let me call in this tank i'll use 200 of my coins that i've collected to call it a tank to get through this hard part you can do that because you just the start button is a phone he pulls up his iphone and just like he can order shit and all that stuff so it's his duck phone dude come on now yeah that's what it is right one of your first companions is a duck is like mr duck he doesn't do anything, but he'll always be by your side, is what it says. <laughs> the kind of friend you want. Let's go. Nice. Uh, what's interesting, too, is uh, the more damage you do to enemies, you start uh, you uh, fill up your mighty gauge. And mm-hmm. when you activate your mighty gauge, you basically go into berserk goose mode. And depending on how long you hit enemies, it will extend how long you can stay in that mode. Otherwise, you get 
the like combo, the bar goes down actually. really really quick yeah yeah that's what it is and it's really really fun everybody should go great. play that this looks yeah absolutely insane yeah i don't know if it has any multiplayer or anything but it was super fucking fun and i'm very excited about it so uh other than that i got some pickups thanks to uh mr tj kitsune uh he hooked me up with a second dreamcast that he already has the optics gutted out of so i got lucky in house because i got stuff from him too yeah he's uh he's wish i had a dreamcast you can buy one for $150 right now. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. Emulation. I got a Dreamcast PC. That works. There you go. But no, I'm going to drop the... I'm going to save up some money and drop uh, the... I think it's almost like with shipping like almost $300 for a mode uh, mod that I can put in here that will just like... I mean, it turns it into um, basically an emulation machine. You can play the entire catalog of Dreamcast... But it preserves your games, and you can still use like it, it. It there's no soldering that you have to do. It just connects in there. You can put a hard drive in it, and it. Uh, I mean, it just it take you replace the space that the lens and motor would take up with. Uh, yeah, a, a card reader essentially. Yeah, and you can put in your own hard drive and all that stuff. So, and it still outputs, you know, from the Dreamcast and all that. So, I'm excited about it. Graham says it's uh it's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Because after a while, you can't. If you're constantly using your Dreamcast, you're gonna have like laser rot and all that stuff. So you don't want to, especially with like Ill Bleed. Ill Bleed is like a three hundred dollar game. I would not want to get you know ruin that game just because my Dreamcast started shitting out on me. So wait, you're and he's still looking at us like we're crazy. That? I don't know that was possible. I thought you just meant the laser dies and you don't want to replace it. Well, no, there's laser laser burn on discs can happen too. Hmm. Fun. So I was just I don't leaning want over. That to happen. I was just leaning over, stretching out and petting my cat at the same time. I don't believe I you. Yeah, I don't believe you at all, sir. <laughs> you just heard her. Oh, I did hear her. Yeah, yeah. there she is. Uh, and then, other than that, my copy of the first Proto Man vinyl came in. Uh, this is the one that I got from England because I ordered it from the website because Limited Run ran sold out immediately. And this oh. version, I think I got the red and the blue one. I haven't actually opened it all the way yet. But Limited Run, Bandcamp, and like this Kingdom, what is it? King's Road is the place I got it from. King's Road. Uh, they all got You got to say it with an accent. King's Road. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's, I don't, it's not, that's, that's mean. Don't do that. <laughs> uh but no, each of those stores got a different variant of the vinyl. So like Limited Run got like a predominantly blue splatter vinyl with like a little bit of red. Kings Road got red with a little bit of blue. And then I think Bandcamp or uh, the other, it might not have been Bandcamp, but it's a, you can go check it out on Proto Men's website. Uh, but that's like a black and blue version. So, but I thought I already owned it on vinyl and I didn't. So I was like, cool, I'll go ahead and grab this now. So all I got to do now is get the second album, which is act two. Get that so. pop-up version. That's the one I want, and it's not cheap. So, nope. <laughs> gotta nope. wait for that re-release. So, yeah. But that's all I got for my week. That's all I did, except for the food truck festival. We went to that, and it wasn't nothing to really report on. Like it was fine. There wasn't like a, there wasn't like a food truck that like really stood out to me. It did make me realize that the plans and stuff that I have it going on for my food truck, I'm doing them the right way. So that made me feel good about that. 
Jeez. Says something yeah, it's a them. little conceited, but I don't care. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it happens. All right, All right. you're up, Scotty. I'm up. Woo-woo. Cool. I'm so, up. <laughs> you talked about vinyls. I'll talk about music. I uh, went to two concerts in a week um, because uh, everything's happening right now. So, also, that's also <laughs> why I didn't stream last week with Corey. Normally, I'm part of the TNT crew. Um, so, on Tuesday was an outdoor show. Uh, at a uh, at a venue that's like one step down from what an arena would be, so there there's there's you know lawn seats, um, but there's also a stage and you can also be up closer. But it was uh, Lolo, uh, Hot Mulligan, and then Less Than Jake and Newfound Glory doing a co-headline show. Initially, the tour is called Pump Pop, Pop Punk Still Not Dead. Initially, okay. the co-headlining was Newfound Glory and Simple Plan, and I and Simple Plan is the first band I've ever actually, like, legitimately hated because I <laughs> detest. I wasn't they're, a fan. They're douchebags. I've seen interviews of them because they were up and around, and, like, Mark Hoppus was in one of their songs and, and the video mm-hmm. for it, and so, like, I found out about them through Blink, but every interview I saw, they're just douchebags, just Canadian douchebags, you know? It's rare, but they <laughs> exist. And uh, they dropped out. And we're replaced with less than Jake. I'm like, oh, that's fucking fine with me, because they're yeah. you know one of the. <laughs> they more could have active... been replaced with a turd. It'd have been fine. <laughs> yeah, so they're one of the more active ska bands out there still. Um, and uh, but we got there a little late because again, it was a Tuesday and it started earlier and and whatever. And but but it was nice because um, you know they asked for either uh, a COVID thing or. Um, uh, proof of uh, not having it the past uh, negative negative COVID result. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, Words are hard. And so, but also <laughs> the fact of the matter that it was outside and it was on the lawn. So like we just casually found a spot, distance from people, and fucking sat down like the old shits that we are now, or at least I am anyway. And <laughs> down <waited>. in front, <laughs> yeah. And then eventually, less than Jake came on and. Fuck, I just, I forget how much of their catalog I do know, and one of the reasons I still like going to their shows is they play shit from all the way back, they've been around for 20 years, 20-some years, and they're playing stuff from their first album still, so, uh, which, if no one's heard it, the the one that they always do is the song called Johnny Quest Thinks We're Sellouts, um, which is pretty good, (laughs) but uh, yeah, (laughs) that's how they were introduced to me, so I was like, they're singing about a Hanna-Barbera dude. I love yeah. it. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, but they were there, uh, and and they're always a good time. And um, what's crazy is they actually came back over the weekend with another show with uh, No Effects and a couple other punk bands and stuff. But um, okay. then Newfound Glory came on, and you know they only play like two songs from their new album, which is perfectly fine. And um, yeah. they but, understand. Yeah, but this this was the first Newfound Glory show that I had been to. I think both Rachel and I was the first Newfound Glory show we'd been to where we were not in the pit, and we were okay with that. Not yeah. like pandemic aside, we're kind of okay for a Tuesday night to not hop into the pit because <laughs> it fucking it gets fucking nuts. Uh, On a Tuesday, show, yeah, so. that's more like a Thursday thing, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, they didn't have White Claws, but we did have something that night, too. So you're welcome, Corey. Somehow it's your <laughs> fault. You um, I love how you always think truly of when it comes to White Claws. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what Ain't it was. Ain't no laws. Yeah. Um, I quit drinking them, boys. 
Sheesh. But uh, no, that was fun. Uh, that was that was really good, and I ended up grabbing. Um, I, I already have it, but it is my favorite album of theirs, and they did a reissue on vinyl, so I got Less Than Jake's Anthem vinyl. Nice. Um, I think the... Uh, I don't do this all the time, but I got to show off the colors. Is it orange? Halloween-y. Look at that. Oh, orange. it is nice. orange. That's very Orange nice. vinyl. That's, That's great. It's good looking, so... I love um, that vinyl's coming back so hard. Yeah, but it was, it was like... I don't... Normally, I don't, but I try, I don't know. It's, I'm trying to justify this because I already have and have listened to the shit out of this album. So it's not anything. There's you don't no have additional to justify tracks it, on you it just or anything, it. but it's like, yeah, yeah. Now that, especially now that we have those shelves in our, in our kitchen to show off the vinyls. Um, Listen, man, at some point you get to a point where you're like, sometimes you don't have to justify everything. Just fucking buy it. Just do yeah. it. Just so, and I mean, I'm wearing that. the newfound glory shirt. Like I don't have enough t-shirts of theirs at all. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but no, that that was a lot of fun. It was really good. And then the next day, we went to another show uh, that was a lot smaller, um, just at a in in Lawrenceville where we where we went to the bar or the um, the brewery thing in the one screen theater and where we ate. Corey oh yeah, with Chris. Um, there's a place called Thunderbird Cafe where the band Hello Goodbye uh, was playing, um, and they were doing an anniversary or they are doing an anniversary tour. Uh, but God damn. I've never wanted to like punch a crowd before because <laughs> it was just I I wish Chris was here for this cuz I guarantee you he's felt this way about crowds before because it was like uh yeah Sailor Crillian knows hello goodbye they were doing their 10th anniversary for uh would it kill you um which is my favorite album of theirs uh but the fucking ugh, the opener was okay but they're just like a straight up jam band and they were good. They had energy. I'll say that they had energy. That's good. But there were some. Opener. There were some people. I think the way the venue, the the way that show was going is there was like a kind of an acoustic thing going on before, and like they were trying to get people in for like dinner before the show and stuff. So there had been music going on for a while, um, but there were people. It was. It was. I showed you a picture of the the actual stage and stuff, Corey. It's yeah. a really nice, like tall. Um, yeah. tall ceilings, big curtains behind them. Like, it looks like you would go there to see, like, a, a five-man production of Macbeth or something, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> but in this hipster town, and it's straight-up hipster USA, this crowd of just people that... Uh, a couple, Two dudes in a group of, like, six, six people that were drunk as hell and just, like, <laughs> getting into the music that's not great, but just, like, obnoxiously into it and just... Uh almost a two-man mosh pit kind of but not really because they're clearly too old to mosh and it was like <laughs> i we felt like not parents but we felt like we were like grandparents because it's like i don't think we're much older because this is the crowd that looks like they could be in college but they're out of college but they're in it and i'm saying hipster town with the most literal terms because like yeah i looked like i, I was, was trying to be a hipster when i lived in this place and you can see my thick rim glasses and my clark kent hair but so it's all you're missing is the flannel and a beanie let's go yeah and i need to be working on my poems on my macbook in a starbucks or something um uh, what's that whatever you see like the di like the the home buyer shows they're just like all right what's your what what do you guys do for a living you're just like oh i i you know i think about cotton candy colors and then i also am like a butterfly gardener What's our budget? $3 million for this house. You're like, what? Like, how do you have that money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's farm-raised or farm-fed or whatever, grass-fed. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Like the Lawrenceville is like the town of Portlandia almost or something ridiculous. So it's um Yeah. <laughs> but Hello Goodbye was great. A lot of fun. Uh just hearing that album is it's such a good album. That band has done like three solid different genres of music cuz they were straight up synth pop and then kind of folk rock and now they're almost disco. It's it's really but what? Only, only only as much as like twerp is disco. You know what I mean? Like they they borderline disco kind of. Um but uh but no, I didn't have the latest album by Hello Goodbye, so I bought their latest album. And it's their it's Forrest who's basically the dude in the band, and he's naked on the cover. Hey, yay. That's uh, what I need called, to see. It's called Sonly Natural, so that makes sense. Um but that was fun. It's just a good. I just I could list. That's no joke. One of my favorite albums because like from from beat one to the end, it's just boom, boom, boom. It's just really, Let's yeah. Sailor Crillia knows that is the best album. Um, yes, so I they. I want to be. Oh, do you have you, a question? Yeah. You know, yeah. Before we move on, because like you had said that you had gone to some concerts, and yeah. I was like, holy shit, did I miss the concert that I wanted to go to? So over here in Vegas uh, during the summer, they have. Uh, like weekly free summer concerts where like, they have like bands like Three Doors Down, Plain White Tees, like come in and they just play at the Old Town Vegas, Fremont Street for free. It's a little walking area. People, you could just walk by and check huh. them out and like whatnot and blah, blah, blah. But um, I was debating if I wanted to go to their final two shows because they're not in the summer. And I was like, oh shit, did I miss it? I thought it was this weekend. Uh, okay. But the Bare Naked Ladies are supposed to be in here. Oh, All yeah. Right. I just want to go for the it's been one week and that's it. I'm good. Yeah. As long as it's not the you. Big Bang Theory song, it's yeah. fine. Oh, is that them? Yeah. Sure. Fuck it. Cool. Yeah, that's them um, too. And then the uh, the next one is actually in November, which is the one I really want to go to is uh, George Thorogood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, I just like one bourbon, one I thought sky. He died. <laughs> that's all I need. I thought one he was beer. dead. <laughs> So I like I just want to go so I can be like yeah I saw George Thorogood let's you go. You know that song doesn't start until like six minutes in. Yeah, and let me tell you about <laughs> something about uh, he said. Yeah, nope. it's a story for the first six minutes, and then you get three minutes of a song. Yeah, so, <laughs> I still song. love it though. Yeah, but anyways, I, that's, I that, just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I, w- I would hope that by now, Bare Naked Ladies does something like drastically different with that song. You know, like a different live thing. Just it's like it's an uh, acoustic song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I super I like when bands do that more than anything. Like, um, I know I just talked about ska, but whatever. But Real Big Fish, their one, like one of their bigger songs has like a three minute intro that sounds nothing like it, and they play it just completely differently. Probably because they're just tired and could like play it asleep. Yeah, you know. So I like when I like when bands totally. Uh... Actually, I remember um, one band when I was at WVU, the local group called The Argument one they're basically their one single um they do a different they will literally ask the crowd tell us a genre and we're going to play that song like this and they're like and i saw i'd seen them so many times in college that one of their last shows they're like all right sorry guys but somebody beat you to it they emailed us what genre (laughs) like ahead of time (laughs) that they wanted to hear so we had that sounds like we had to actually practice this because it's in a lower key but we're gonna do this now and like uh i think it was like not it was like either hard rock or metal, but not quite metal. I don't know. It's hilarious because they're like a piano rock band. That sounds like whose line is it anyway? The band. Like... A little. They <laughs> for some of their stuff it was because it was always like that was their hometown that they were playing in. So they're you know the the sets were 
way longer than they should have been and just everything yeah. they wanted to play they, they can't well they knew else, the fans so. were there like they yeah. could be like all right let's let's get goofy with some shit yeah 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 so uh what the hell was i talking I about know. oh that was just uh, the first part of my week yes <laughs> uh needless to say i did not really play any games um yeah, but that's because convention season has begun, as Eddie started to say. The first uh, Megavisions attended convention has happened. Uh, Pittsburgh Game Expo PGX. Uh, its first kind of official bigger year. It used to be this small thing in just a hotel with just, like just in the lobby and like smaller things going on. Um, but we had a booth. It's kind of the, it was kind of the trial run for Megavisions booth. Um, much improved from the last too many games we did because we actually had setups and we had, I don't know, actually, if you have a picture of our Twitter or anything, Corey, if you want to show anyone what the table looks like or anything. Um, but, uh, needless to say, I was pretty nervous because there was not much communication prior to the show. Didn't know if we were going to have electricity for our booth to have the old pole caliber out there because that's kind of our gimmick to bring people in to the booth itself yeah. since we're just a magazine and people don't really even though we learned a lot from this one but it was good overall um very receptive crowd overall because uh, we've we've been to tons of conventions at this area we've never like rachel and i have and rachel helped me run the booth over the weekend um but it was friday setup saturday show sunday show friday setup uh was yeah so there's our booth there but friday setup I was fucking, I had the biggest pitters in the world. I was just so nervous about everything. <laughs> the and like, we're like trying to figure out how things should be set up because we have some posters. We got these magazine racks. Where should the TV go? How much do we want to leave out overnight? Um, but our neighbors were really cool. Our neighboring booth uh, to the right of us, you can kind of see the shelf, uh, yeah. was um, a dude named Damien. Uh, long red hair, wearing a trucker kind of hat the next day. And he mentioned he was in a band. I'm like, you're, you're in a metal band. And he didn't say it, but I was like, I already, I already know. Yeah. <laughs> He's so, and like we had seen him before at other conventions locally, so I, or at least like recognized things of his booth. Um, but the dude doesn't have a store; he just does conventions and shows and sells like retro really? shit. Yeah, and he sells. You can kind of see the big box stuff he has. Yeah, he's got the big old um, suitcase that you could, yeah, the Nintendo, yeah, uh, like briefcase is what it was to hold all your games. Yeah, but he had like boxed uh, ColecoVision, Magnavox, you know, uh, older oh, wow. stuff. There was a lot of older boxed consoles that people that we saw people walking out of the show with because it was really nice that like where we're standing. If I'm behind our booth to the left is the entrance, so everybody was kind of walking out down our aisle when they were done for the day and whatever. And we saw oh, a lot so of saw you. younger yeah. people carrying big big box old like when the boxes did not need to be that big and like 30 percent of it was styrofoam in there yeah um, like it was <laughs> it was just interesting to observe this sounds more pretentious than i mean for it to but it was interesting to see a lot of younger people grabbing older stuff that they did not grow up with you know what i mean it felt so, good probably it it was confusing but it it was also <laughs> satisfying um that's what she said but go. so that like yeah, so a lot of, but anyway, pictures. I'm getting I'm getting too far ahead of myself. And then to the left was um, two people sharing a booth. One of them a Sega fan who literally said at one point, "Oh, you're that Sega magazine." And then the dude next to her sharing the table, "Oh, that's Sketchcraft's art, isn't it?" So we're like, what? "Okay, cool. <laughs> this is going to be pretty comfortable because you can sometimes get like people that are just trying yeah. to sell sell their shit and whatever." But no, we had some cool people around us, and um, 
And I was actually picking Damien's brain. Like, I was like, do you, you don't have a store? And we were talking about stuff. And I was like, do you find, like, I heard you mention cassettes and VHS to somebody. Do you find, like, a certain demographic is the force behind that? And so we were talking about just whatever, kind of, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was really cool. That's cool. And uh, so hopefully we'll we'll run into him at other shows and stuff, or, or all of them at other shows and stuff. Um, but uh, it was very educational and we had to add prices to things because it wasn't totally clear that we were a magazine to a lot of people we had three Ah. separate people come up and ask us if we develop video games and i'm not sure why uh on sunday morning you you got a lot of art there with a video game set up so that's probably why they were thinking that maybe and like oh i I left that out for those that are not watching we do have soul caliber set up on a monitor with two fishing rod controllers for the Dreamcast sitting there, and and that's kind of the pole to bring people over the the pole and the pole. Um, yes. And so we actually added a sign that said "Pole Caliber" on the TV uh, to kind of clue people in and stuff, um, which is neat. And it's a good, it's just a gimmicky thing to grab people. It's the same reason, like like uh, when I was in a band, and for no reason I would wear a Velociraptor mask while playing drums for a song called Caveman, <laughs> and we had on. <laughs> a styrofoam head on our merch table, I would put the Raptor mask on there and that would just pull people over because they're like, what the hell is that thing? And I'd be like, oh, yeah. it's I wear that when we're playing. Here's our CD, you know, yada, yada. Um, it's what we talked about, Eddie, on Twitch. Do stu- Like, make something interesting, do something different or stupid, and people will yeah, watch. people will watch, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it differentiates you from everyone. Yeah, definitely in the pictures that we're showing, you... You look more relaxed the second day. You look more like into it and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Oh, dude. I uh, we got there and we're setting up, and Rachel's like standing out in front of the booth to look at it, and I look at her. I'm like, I gotta poop. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to shit out my nerves real quick and come back, and we can finish and go home for the night. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's great. I love it. That, but there, it was a good crowd. There was a lot of different um, booths and a lot of retro. Unfortunately, a lot of the retro booths, except honestly, and I'm not just saying it because he was our neighbor, but Damien had more competitive prices because pretty much everyone else was like eBay prices. Um, so it kind of sucked, but it's also a young, it's also early into the convention season, so people have got to make up for lack of sales probably. Um, and so well, not, we... only, not only that, but like, I think, cause I saw a couple of retro vendors that were selling some complete inbox stuff and it just basically, uh, they're gouging yeah. the prices because they see what the prices are online. Now I saw I... a, a battered complete inbox link to the past yeah, uh, what? for 85 bucks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, I was like, no, I was like, it's torn. You can see the sticker residue. Like there's yeah. no way anybody would pay eighty five. They bucks tried to put a word in there to make it sound better. <laughs> yeah, I saw a there was a sealed, uh, well one a couple things down there a bunch of box master system stuff and then they had a Sega CDX which is the CD Genesis combo with four or five Sega CD games six hundred and fifty dollars and in my head I'm like that's actually not that bad because the CDX for itself goes for like 500. Like not saying to myself, I'm going to go get this yeah. right now, but yeah, the worst, I saw a sealed copy of Pokemon hard gold, which had the poke, um, yep. Tracker. No, what is, what the was Poke-Walker. the Walker? Poke Walker. Uh, it, it, both of you just take a stab. What do you think it, uh, sealed, I'm gonna sealed go 300. And... What's that? 75. What did you say? Right. Corey? 300. I'll go 300. 
Okay, uh, close. $3,500. Get what? the fuck out of here. Was it graded? No. Fuck that. No, yep. Mm-hmm. Fuck there that. Was some fucking, Hold on, now I gotta go to price a, charting. <laughs> there was a, there was a, again, sealed, quote-unquote. Mind you, this booth had two copies of Earthbound. Um... So the big box thing, the big like rainbow box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. of them. One of them was sealed. Ten thousand dollars. I'm not joking. What? So I'm like walking around, trying not to shit myself. Trying not. Anyone that knows me knows that I have an expressive face, like, and I don't mean to. And so I'm just. Thank God I had a mask on, because I I'm sure my jaw would have been on the ground with these idiots. Um, yeah. Yeah. This so. heart gold goes for a thousand dollars new with yeah, the yeah, Pokewalker. Walker. Yeah. yeah. But that and it's and it's ridiculous. sad because we were seeing some people buy this shit and it's really my buddy Lee was there who he supports us every year in the marathon. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't yeah. at the, the first physical one that that you were at, Corey. But he's been to just about everyone before that. He's shown up and just hung out for a couple hours during the marathon. And um, he, he he was walking around. He was there both days, uh, and he was uh, kind of our kind of our uh casual hype man because he kept yeah. walking up uh he he always has a couple of buddies with him that come out uh to these shows out in pittsburgh and they were playing pole caliber and that would legit just bring people over because people were just standing in front of our booth yeah. and he would just like be BSing with us with him and his girlfriend some and like that would uh so so shouts out to lee because he was helping us out a lot too uh and um but him and i were both kind of walking around and kind of keeping an eye out for each other on 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 deals and stuff because he's like i they, they got some 32x games over there i was like oh i'll check them out and i was like what are you looking for and we're trying to you know keep tabs on stuff um one dude had alien trilogy on the ps1 the long box which normally goes for 66 bucks he was trying to do a flash sale to get rid of shit and he was knocking it down to 40 dollars but i was like i don't i don't need that i already own it i don't and the box was not in good condition if it was the bumper case as dumb as i am i would probably reconsider but um <laughs> yeah so no it was uh i'm losing track where's my outline here um knuckles. we sold a knuckles. bunch of stuff yes knuckles happen i'll get to my pickups in a second but we did meet some guys who are doing some real cool stuff with nes playthroughs on like trying to get through them on on like no death runs is what one dude's doing the Ooh. other guy has uh some up they both have published works and they they're trying to do stuff around NES and so we were like striking up a lot of conversations cuz they have print media, we have print media. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I'll mention them and give them a shout out in a second, but when I was over talking to that they were literally behind us like behind like there was a curtain behind us behind and that I curtain. they were be- yeah, so um Rachel could hear when I was over there finally got a second to like just go BS with them and unfortunately not pros and cons the fishing rods bring over a lot of children we're talking like yeah uh, 12 and younger uh, and yep. one of them one one time it was really cool because it was a kid in a cute little ghostbusters jumpsuit uh and his, <laughs> he, he was walking around with his dad and this kid was going nuts with the fishing rod and he was loving it and like i was uh playing against him and um and his dad was trying to like he was kind of getting into it and like he did like bang it off the table once and i'm like he's fine Uh he's fine his dad's like i'm sorry he's we'll 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 
we'll leave you alone. And then they came we'll back We'll beat him when time. we get home, so. Yeah, like, he, they came back a second time, because his dad was also intrigued by the fact that you could use that thing with it, too. Yeah, yeah, and so then, But the second time, the kid was still playing, and the dad was, like, waving the wand around, and he's like, I'm actually going to take one of these posters. I really like the April O'Neil. And he's still, like, just in one hand, just, like, <laughs> playing the game and telling us, yeah, you're doing great. Yeah, I'll just do one yeah. of the posters. That's you a know? dad. That's a dad. <laughs> so yeah. It's really, it was really good. But when I was over talking to the other guys, um, Rachel was saying, like, there were some little shits that came over, and their mom was talking to the to the artist next to us, and, like, uh, we had Sonic, a little Sonic plushie holding our business cards, and she was like, one of them just grabbed Sonic by the head, the fucking cards went everywhere, and she was like, oh, hey, can you put that back? And, and uh, um, or she was like, hey, hey, how you doing? What are you doing? And, and he was like, I'm making them spin dash, and I'm just... He's like Scott. Where are you? <laughs> like, and, then, and so there's a, a gremlin over here. Yeah, just a little, just a little fuckwad that doesn't know how to behave. And the mom is talking yep. and not doing anything about it. And, and because you're the babysitter now. Uh, yeah, and apparently, and the younger brother was like picking up the magazine and just because we had it opened up to the Sonic Tales and Knuckles spread, and the kid was yeah, looking yeah. at it, and and Rachel's like trying to trying to like get him to calm down and like trying to entertain him to stop spinning Sonic around. And he's holding the magazine and whatever while the other one spins on. And she's like, "Which one's your favorite?" To the kid who's holding the magazine, and he just he just yells, "Knuckles!" and just slams the thing on the table. <laughs> there it like, is. I was wondering. Wow, Knuckles. <laughs> Knuckles. So you would have liked that kid. So. <laughs> I, I would have been like, "Okay, great. You can just take just take a step back. Remember, six feet. You know, I would have. You should have went into it. Just been like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't Knuckles! hear. I did. Uh, I wish. Idris Elba. Yeah, I wish I had been there to actually help her out. It was. It's. A, I was not gone for that long, but somehow two little idiots walked. That's up how like long that. it takes for the disaster demons to come in. Yeah, <laughs> and oh my gosh! But other than that, uh, like I said, very receptive. A lot of cool people. Um, made some connections here and there. Uh, we're definitely going back to it um and and that's good i feel uh, like you were a little worried about it going in but it's yeah, good that you there, feel better about it now there was no communication going into it but it was good uh danimal cannon was playing um there was some other it was mostly metal and like one hip-hop rock group i didn't really get to check out the music um too much for the arcade and the console room uh there was one time i was i was bsing with yeah. liam we were checking out the arcade and saw two people over it they had a, <clears throat> they had killer queen uh set up and um i saw that yeah, Lee and I walked over to it uh, and saw that a couple, like there was a dude on one side and uh, presumably his girlfriend on the other. And so we each walked up because they did not know what they were doing. And we didn't realize yeah. it. We just like walked up to play and we each showed them how to play and then went three rounds and they they walked away like that game's fucking awesome. We're like, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's good. Pay, Have you played where, that, Eddie? Pay me my money. <laughs> yeah, right. Have you played Killer Queen, Eddie? Can't say that I have. Uh, it's, you know, Joust, the old school game Joust. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much that physics wise, uh, but you have, but it's, it's five on five. So the arcade cabinet is two cabinets kind of caddy corner. So that's five, five V five. And each person has kind of their own role. Um, Killer Queen Black is on Switch and on Steam. Oh, uh, it's okay. good. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. Like it when it, you I, come to Magfest, it's usually there. Yeah, yeah. We um, well, when we played one year, somebody 
they asked us like what division we were representing at MAGFest. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'd fucking AJ's carrying the team. So I don't know. Division you... D's, that's what division we're in. <laughs> yeah. Um it's it's a really solid, uh really solid game that can only exist in that environment for the for the energy that it needs. Excuse me. The, to be awesome. the theme song for the Switch version was done by Power Glove. Oh, oh yeah, that's go. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I'm into my pickups, the con hall here. Um, so the dudes on the other side of the uh, curtain, Jesus curtain. Christ, <laughs> what one of them does is uh, did a complete guide hardcover to the Friday the 13th game. And this Holy thing shit. looks fucking rad. Um, so shout out first to 8-Bit Steve. Uh, but it is all color, uh, very cool. Wow! I am excited to use. I don't this even thing. like that game, and I want that. Yeah, that's impressive. I saw it, yeah, he, he had like six on a on a on a display, and we immediately stopped at that. And I was wearing my, I think I was wearing my MegaVision shirt then, and they're like, "Oh, we saw your thing over there. We wanted to talk to you." I'm like, "Duh, okay." You know, it has a bookmark tag. Yeah, yeah, it has yeah. a bookmark tag. That's awesome. So shout outs to his name is Eight Bit Steve on just about everything. Um, did I'm a Kickstarter for that, and the his buddy next to him. Uh, I wish I, I got you. He he is. Let me see here. I had my post up with my hall thing um, on Twitch. He is Slackinator. Um, so let okay. me. Yeah, it's a good name. Let me get that and throw it into just if anyone wants to check him out on twitch oh, yeah but... here's his pictures of uh the con that he was at that mm-hmm. you were at too oh okay cool oh, he's yeah, got yeah, that yeah. picture of fester that one's great yeah so he does <laughs> what he's doing is trying to go through the entire nes library uh doing no death runs um and Jesus. kind of documenting it because he's also doing strategy guides he has one i unfortunately wasn't able to grab it so i'm gonna try to reach out to him but he had a guide for jaws and fester's quest um, the Jaws guide, though, he was telling me how he had to actually design about, uh, like, an eighth of the map because it doesn't show up in the game because you don't have to get to it, but he had, like, a fold-out of that. Um, and uh, 8-Bit Steve had this that I had to get also is a full... I'm holding up a full oh, map, hello. the full uh, Friday the 13th map. Um, wow. Which is pretty cool. And let me see. But, yeah, so... It's only 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, and the... Um, beat jason in 10 minutes yeah what he also did uh with the pack with the bundle that i i snagged from him it has he has a mini guide as well which is neat because this kind of like would fit in the box if you had it uh yeah so that's pretty cool uh oh and i didn't even describe the cover for those that are listening to the hardback uh it's the purple jason so the one from the nes game but real cool it's great art and i love that it's hardback and it has a lot of cool art it has a lot of cool art within as well oh wow yeah yeah, that's oh, there's another sale. <laughs> Fuck. I should I wish you would have showed it to me when I think you did. I just didn't see your screenshot or your your pictures, but I would have totally had you snag me one. Yeah, it I unfortunately didn't get to spend as much time buying stuff as I probably should have um eh, to, you were to support working. the local artists and stuff. Uh but the the girl next to us uh goes by Jawbreaker XD had some real cool like sticker sheets. Um that this oh, one nice. is very 90s like rugrats kind of background and it has a sticker of a genesis controller a super soaker a kid cuisine meal 
Um, yeah. And a uh, kid cuisines. A push pop, and then one of those dumb little balls that was motorized and had like a raccoon on it that would just roll around. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's what we had in the nineties, idiots. Um, that was so, great. I love that shit. It was like a ferret on a ball. Yeah, because I told, because I, because I, I was like, I want to put this like around our monitor, but I like the background, so I don't really want to take the stickers off the yeah. sheet. So, oh, yeah. that's one of my things is I want a new rug for my office, but I want it as the arcade floor. So I yeah. gotta find one of those yeah. that's big enough and looks good. Um, and then uh, one more plug, uh, Raise Art, which is R A I Z underscore A R T S. Uh, he had some Sonic stuff. Um, so of course he did. And Knuckles. Uh, the Sonic is a mix of Sonic as Leonardo from Rise of the TMNT because Ben Schwartz does both of their voices. And then that, the yep. Knuckles one I can't remember, but it's an Idris Elba character that he also voices combined with Knuckles since he's going to be the voice of him in the next movie. And then it was buy two, get one, nice. so I got a Steven Universe print. And I was like, I like Steven Universe, but I'm super behind on it. I don't know who this other character is. He's like, oh, she's in the movie, and I can't say anything else, but Steven gets a bloody nose, and I'm like, all right, good enough. So, All right. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And then outside of like supporting the local people, uh, I bought old magazines. Of course you did. Sega, Sega Visions issues and a Game Pro with Mickey on the front. Because it was also like three for ten or each for five. And I was like, I could only find two. But... Oh, shit. Sonic Spinball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but like I was leaving. You ready for the Let's it. Play of that coming soon? No, hell no. That game is horrible. Um, <laughs> but what's great is uh, just I just love the old ads and stuff like Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. full page ads. But the, yeah. uh, the Sonic Spinball thing that I'm trying to convince i'm trying to talk the crew into doing you know you get the actual like review and whatever but then i always love this craft where they do like a full it's the full level layout but it's two pages oh wow and stuff. okay so like i would tear this out and probably hang yeah. it on my wall or something you know um, yeah yeah that's pretty cool so i, I like i like stuff like, I like that it. i miss stuff like that and then finally i don't know where the last thing went that i bought uh here it is i got a video game i got a dumb 32x game <laughs> It's fucking um, Sega Sports. No, it, well, yes. Uh, Golf Magazine presents thirty-six great holes starring Fred Couples. Thirty-six great holes. Hell yeah! So, but <laughs> the quality of the box, I could not pass this up. Uh, it looks really good. And there was a sticker on the side that said five, and I was like, let me double check this. And I was like looking around. Another booth had this sealed, but sun damage for twenty. And price charting definitely has it for twenty, and so this was definitely an old price tag that said five, but they gave it to me for five. So fuck you, hey. I'm gonna complete, complete my collection. And Support just... the locals, but also get my deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just want to point out this little catalog that came with it. It says golf. It's a golf catalog. Open yeah. up the page. What's the first thing it says? What makes a great yes. hole? <laughs> Uh, we're changing our podcast and, and just the name, not the title. Okay, this is yeah. not even the. Yeah. We got us some really yeah. good ones today. We got us some really good ones. We got yeah. we got some we might use later in other episodes yeah. if they're not great. So, <laughs> so yeah. So it was surprisingly uh, like it was. Yeah, the, I'm buying this. I'm buying this book for. Yeah, Friday it's really. It looks really good. It was a really good, um, considering the size and how I was just super nervous overall. 
it was a really good con overall, I think. Um, very receptive. A lot of good um, observations and, and learning for how we need to do the booth, some things we need to improve, some things we need to keep. Uh, but yeah, so and by the time people hear this, I'm going to be getting ready to go to too many games and do it all over again. There you go. No, I'm sad. I won't be there, but fucking life. That's yeah. all I can say. Tell me fucking about it. life. Magfest is happening though. I'm fucking yeah. going. The uh by this time hopefully they haven't delayed their ticket sales yet, but it should be starting on the 5th of October. Right. Because they pushed it back, but I'm the going. The 5th of October. That's fucking today, dude. Or tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when uh they were supposed to go on sale on the 30th, but then uh they had to push back for they they actually did a post telling you why like why they had to push back. So that was pretty yeah. cool of them. So all right, sounds good. We're going to go on a quick break, so stick around, and we'll be back with the news. We'll see you guys later. All right, we're back. Checkity, check, check, check. My mic's good. Everybody else is hot. There we go. What makes a great hole? Scotty makes a great... No. <laughs> All right, wow. so... Uh, see ya. We... I hope they're 10 gauges. <laughs> That's all he needed. Uh we got a news article this week. Uh, we've been uh, been knocking them down to about one. We've been liking how that's been going for the past few times. So this one hey. we got is Twitch. Yeah, because surprise, there's a lot of video game podcasts out there with a lot of news. What? Yeah, that's why nah. we gotta do. Sh- that's why we got to do crazy shit in our weeks and no. have like, you know, like Uber confessionals and Chris almost dying. So <laughs> which we haven't had in a while either. Yeah. Well, every, I, know, gonna, I mean, gonna, this is the only episode we haven't discussed how someone had a near-death situation, so sorry, guys. Yet! So, <laughs> uh, but no, Twitch is testing a feature that would let uh, viewers pay to promote streamers. Uh, Twitch spoke per- spokesperson said, We are launching an experiment to a small number of growing channels that enables their communities to purchase promotions to highly visible parts of Twitch. Basically, what that means is... Uh, how the promotion would work would be like for 10 minutes during a stream, a notification will pop up informing viewers that the boost option is available. Participating viewers can then pay for a number of recommendations. In the uh, demonstration, there are two purchase tiers: thousand dollar rec- or no, I'm sorry, thousand recommendations for 99 cents, or three thousand recommendations for two dollars and 97 cents. These boost purchases windows occur randomly for participating uh, streamers and can happen as often as every time a streamer goes live. Isn't this something that they're already doing, Eddie, with channel points? It it already exists with channel points, and it's basically a free boost that they uh, Twitch offered at the beginning of um, the year, I want to say is what it was, maybe December or November of last year. And, yeah, the more people watch, the more they spend channel points, uh, they're able to boost your stream. And you're able to get about two to three a week. Now, Twitch is deciding, like, well, it seems this is working. We're going to pay. We're going to. Real money. Yeah, yeah. we're going to ask you to pay real money. But none of that money is going to the streamer. It's going directly to us. But you're helping out your your favorite streamer grow. Yeah, we might put them in the direction of ten people. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It's pretty yeah. shitty. This is the no, first I've heard more details about it because I saw it but didn't look into it. Um, well, you just heard how my week was, so yeah, I haven't looked at anything really. Yeah. So we're getting a but, fresh uh, perspective here. So uh, it sounds like they're asking us to pay them to make their algorithm kind of work 
better in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Or You're not, not wrong. Maybe not an algorithm is the best word for it, but that's kind of what an algorithm it's, tries to uh, do. From what Chris just taught me, uh, it seems like it opens the door for more more chances for impressions is what I think the word we're looking for. So, like, you might have, like, a thousand impressions where it, like, gets recommended to you, but, like, only a certain amount of people might even click on your stream. So you might not get hardly any retention off of that. This is yeah. uh, this is not – this is them realizing that their fucking tags don't work. So, like, they don't know what to recommend to someone that's only streams retro because if someone's not yeah. using the retro tag correctly or whatever Which, by the way, there's two now. There's two retro tags? What are they? That lead, that lead to the same destination. That lead to the same destination. They both – okay. They both yeah. lead – okay. It's just for whatever so reason – yeah, for whatever reason, there's two now. They're separated. But when you click on it, they both lead to the same top people that are playing retro. So what's what's oh, the okay. tags? Is it like retro, retro, and whatever no, just other? retro. No, just it retro. just says it just says retro twice. What the fuck? Okay, it's weird. Sounds I don't like know someone what's forgot to finish typing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, the the, but, the problem the problem with it is like you went back to the whole impressions thing, and uh, I just recently found that about too because I had my first retweet that just blew up out of nowhere. And had like about 170 likes, and I was like, "What the hell is going on wow. here? It's just a retweet. It's not even an original thing." And yeah. and I looked at the statistics, and like out of the out of six like 6,500 people that saw uh -huh. this, yeah, 100 and almost 200 people liked it, and that's basically uh -huh. what they're trying to do. Is they're trying to basically yeah. I say like because Twitter already has a program like that, hmm. you know, showcase your tweet. We'll put it yeah. out there if you pay us, like, blah, 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 blah. Everybody's kind of doing the same thing now, and it's weird. It's essentially what you do with YouTube videos when you go to pay to promote them. You exactly. You pay a certain amount, and it gives you a certain amount of impressions. Yeah. There was also a thing that just started on Twitter called Super Follow, where you can pay yep. to get exclusive tweets. And I'm like, that's the what? dumbest yep. fucking thing. That's, okay, we're the dying, not dying, but this, this idea is going to leave us soon because it's going to be irrelevant. Twitter is still literally an AOL away message, an AOL instant messenger away message. So that's all it is. So now they're asking us to pay to read someone's away message. Fuck yeah. everything. Why am I yeah. on social media? Why? The thing, I, mean, the thing I know well, why. But... Almost all of them died today. So. Yeah, Good. almost all of them died. Yeah, honestly, which I don't see who the hell uses WhatsApp still. And I, on the I... 4th of October, Instagram fell. Yeah. Uh, well, it's all three of those because they're all connected to Facebook. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's why it's all three of those. Yeah, the the thing about it is, it's just getting ridiculous. Like where like every every platform, it's not just every social media platform and every single like device where or platform where it's like streaming and stuff like that has some sort of like tier and subscription service, and they keep adding all these little things that you're like, I don't care for any of this. Why do I need it? Because along with the super follows. Twitter now has a, a tip system. Oh, really? I, yes, I haven't seen. I that. did see that. Twitter now. Has I a also tip don't understand the tier. Like when on on Twitch itself, like I un I understand someone might want to pay more to be like a special like VIP person, but I don't understand the tier twos and the tier three stuff. Um, in regards to what this... Twitch, like subs, right? In regards to Twitch, yeah, yeah. In regards to Twitch, yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's just it's just more money for Amazon and more money for the streamer, but there do, really um, is no incentive. There really is no unless incentive. they put like stuff like yeah, 
like pay behind stuff. What were mm-hmm. you saying, Scotty? Is is who's Patreon owned by? Because this is all like Patreon. Like this is oh, exactly what Patreon is almost. Um, not wrong, yeah. But I feel like maybe Patreon's its own thing still somehow. Like it's somehow. You guys ever have a Fuse TV? Did you ever have yeah. that on like extended cable? Like that was the one. Yeah, 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 I had that. This was like one of the quality discussions I had with a college professor when I gave a shit in school because we were talking about mm-hmm. like Viacom for some reason, and we and he mentioned how Fuse TV yep. was the only music centric channel not owned by Viacom at the time. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna keep watching Fuse TV then, I guess. But I feel like Patreon yep. might be the only thing that's not under another one of these uh, umbrellas. Yeah, according to this, Patreon is still independently owned by Jack Conti. Um, he's the CEO, and that's it. Hmm. That name sounds yeah. familiar. Okay. Uh, but what's crazy is people will have these Tier 2 and Tier 3 subs and then also have a Patreon as well. Yeah. And I'm just like, Jesus. Well, amidst everything that's been going on with like the, the Twitch Do Better and like the hate raids and all that stuff, a lot of content creators have gone to Patreon or Fan House as a alternative to support the streamer yeah. and not and not right. only not only because it's because of everything that's going on with twitch and they don't want to go ahead and pay twitch any money or let them get any of the revenue but i believe if i if i remember reading right um patreon gives you 60 percent or something like that of the revenue so you get more money you get more money off of that yeah. and then and then the streamer can basically or the content creator can go ahead and set their boundaries and whatever they want to go ahead and do as far as like, oh, you get this, you get this. Like, yeah, I'll send yeah. you a postcard. I'll send you, you know, a private message or whatever. It's And, and I get, get that. like access to these video updates and stuff yeah, like that. Behind yeah, behind the scenes pictures and stuff like that. And I, I, I get it. Like, I, I get I get it, and then at the same time, I don't get it because I've seen some stuff where, like, uh, a person will post a picture that they posted on Instagram of them just looking sideways, like, off into the distance, and fan house out at first and it's just like yeah who cares yeah like that's what i like with what red letter media does with their patreon because i'm subbed to their patreon is they're just like hey you know that cool set that we made for the halloween episode coming up this is how rich did it like you'll get like pictures and like a small little video that they don't post anywhere else it's just like this is what you get and but red letter media is like we got one tier and that's it like we don't have multiple different tiers yeah they're the only Patreon is great, but it's also it's its own worst enemy because some of the tiers don't make sense comparatively to bigger things that like somehow realize, oh, we can have a video version of our podcast. Let's put that behind a paywall. Meanwhile, other things are doing the video like we're on a video now for free. But, you know, it's yeah. I don't know. So like, it's a, a, of, it's, a yeah. it's a it's a it's a great thing if used. I don't want to say correctly, but fairly, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it, it all mean. depends on how you want to go about it. And it's just like how much people are willing to support the product that you're providing out there. Because I know I've seen a lot of YouTube content creators who can't upload certain videos because they'll get a DMCA strike when they're right. reacting to like movies, movie trailers, music or whatever. Yeah. And they put that behind a paywall. And then yeah. people are like, well, I want to see how he reacts to the movie trailer. So I'll pay two, three dollars. But then yeah. there's people out there. They're like, oh, you want to get behind this paywall? It's going to be like 10 bucks. And you're like, I don't care that much. Yeah, I don't care at all. Unless, like, that, unless you're putting out content that's just like fucking awesome, I'm yeah. be like, yeah. That you but, reminded me of one because um, I know Corey's familiar with them. I don't know if you are Eddie, but Mega sixty four. 
they do i mean they do video game stuff in real life and that's their youtube stuff and like they have merch right. and everything and they've been doing this for a while they only recently started a patreon but one of the tiers of the patreon is they watch movies with with fans and stuff which is something they can't yeah. just upload to youtube and like they have yeah. movie discussions yeah. and stuff but that makes sense and that's also not their only source of income so that to right. me makes sense and feels fair while their main source of entertainment is free if yeah. you want to go it's a reward it. yeah. that feels rewarding for the amount of money you're putting into it yeah. yeah like i have friends and musicians and stuff that are not able to actively tour so i've been backing them on patreon because i can't go to their shows and stuff right now and like yeah. i don't mind i think my patreon bill altogether is like around 12 bucks a month but that's between five different creators so that's okay in, yeah, my, that's in my head you know yeah, and I back uh, I back Megavision, so mine's more. So. <laughs> you don't have to. You're writing for us, or you're part of us. Talk to talk to I me. I just never, I just never unsubbed. God so. damn it. Yeah, it, it all it also all depends on what is considered um, good content, and that's up to the consumer themselves. You know what I yeah. mean? Because like, there's people, and and I I never knock it. I tell people all the time, and uh, we 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 brought it up with the OnlyFans and all that stuff. Um, uh, Amaranth or whatever her name is, I can't remember her name. Is the uh, the girl oh, yeah, that yeah. you know, or Belle Delphine? Yeah, like shit. she she was like she had mentioned one of the things where she's like, you know, people call me a slut, people call me a whore, people call me cheap, people call me this, people call me bimbo, blonde, whatever. But you know what? They don't call me broke, and I'm like, fuck, yeah. she's right. I mean, you know, you cannot, you yeah. you can't. We said it with Belle Del- Delphine. You can't hate the person for running the hustle. Yeah, you have I, to I hate the people that are supporting the hustle. Yeah. I hate Twitch for allowing her to continue what she's doing. That's yeah. all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, but I, but what I can't but go what on I can... there and rub my balls against the mic. That won't work for me. So. <laughs> you can on Chatterbait. Uh, or yeah. where was the other one? Yeah, yeah. just chatting. No. But the thing, the thing about it is, like I said, it's just it all depends on what the people are willing to, and and that's the thing is that like what we can see as something as dumb content or like what's the point of this kind of content, people are out there, and I've said it before, yeah. um, there are people subscribing to Patreons where these folks are just washing dishes, folding clothes, yeah. having a picnic at the park, yeah, and people weird. are tapping into that. That's not weird. And, 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 and I'm not I'm not even going to lie. Like, I was even kind of, like, thinking about, like, over the weekend. I know jokingly I always say, like, oh, yeah, I set up to my OnlyFans. Not that I'm doing it. And then I'm going to start doing things or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> but it's put me to a point where, like, I've gotten certain weird messages and stuff like that on Instagram or, like, on Twitch. Feet. And I'm just like, well, fuck, if people want me to see this shit, fucking pay. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to dish you on that. If people want to pay it. Because they're like, let me see your toenails. I'm like, all right, here's my toenails. There you go. You got my <laughs> hobby feet. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty, I think, is uh, not in agreement with us. So <laughs> I don't know. You see your but toenails, anyway, Scotty. I was, I, was at a, I was at a point with my uh, – I'm. A, yep, moving on. I am – I was at a point with my YouTube – we'll just call it a YouTube career because I was trying to make it that. Yeah. But with my parody unboxings that – I was doing them once a week because I could, because I worked at GameStop, because I was friends and lived with GameStop employees yeah. and all that shit. So it was easy for me to put out content. And I was doing quick double digits uh, the day a thing was uploaded. And for me, I thought that was great. So, like, I could have kept doing that shit. And it did get to the point where I was putting up other crap that just was not unboxings, but people were like, all that first comment, second comment, all content, that bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah. people were digging it. So I think, like, 
if I was trying to make a job out of that and then, you know, I could I could understand myself just being like, all right, this is it, guys. You paid for this. I'm going to unbox something while I'm skydiving, you know, yeah. whatever, naked. This one's so. for you, John. And then you yeah. like... I'm going to write you my name. Do... I got to I'm going to draw. I'm going to write my name on your shoulder while I'm skydiving. Fucking right. Yeah, that's what you paid Dude. for. You... You Idiot. could use that cat. You could use that character and just create a cameo account. Like, <laughs> oh, that would be wild. Yeah, God. yeah, you could totally do it. Like, people, you get like five bucks, say happy birthday in a weird fucking voice. Hey, like, all right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, woo, I, didn't, woo, woo. <laughs> I, one of the craziest things that someone said to me that I wish they had said to me a decade ago was he, or one, not craziest things, but something that stuck with me. Um, with my, for anyone that's listening and watching that doesn't know, I, I, I started at one point to try to make a YouTube career out of a uh, parody unboxer who was just a total douchebag. And my inspiration for this character or part of it was, I'll never forget that Steve Martin said in an interview when people were like, do they expect you to be the person in your movies? And he's just like, Nobody wants to hang out with that guy. He's a douchebag. And that is what my YouTube <laughs> persona always was. And yeah. I would just drop all kinds of curse words left and right. And then finally, I did one at a buddy's house who had never really seen them. And he's like, if you didn't swear, you could be a children's show because you are nonstop. And their <laughs> attention span would keep up with everything you're doing because yeah. it is something different every three seconds. And I was like. Wow. And I think that stuck with me more because I did go to school briefly to be a teacher, to be an elementary teacher. Oh, so I think oh, like I that okay. that sunk into my head for a second. I was like, where were you a fucking decade ago giving yeah. me this idea? Like, you know, Scotty could have been the cool ass kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Where just like all the kids love him. I, I mean, it would have turned into an adult swim show like fucking blues clues. You goddamn idiots. You get your fucking <laughs> notebook, you know. Oh, God. Well, circling back to this. This shit sounds like pay-to-win shit. That's exactly yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, that's exactly and what it is, yeah. I don't like it. Like, I could see if, like, all right, 75% of it went to the streamer. I'm like, okay, all right. But none of this shit goes to the streamer. It all goes to Twitch, which is bullshit. Yeah. They're, all, they're trying to figure out how they can get more money because people are like – especially now because people are like – things are opening back up, so people are actually going off of that's Twitch. That's the thing, too. Like, unsubbing and stuff like now they're like well we got to get them back in yep Yep. so pandemic was very good for a company like twitch carvana that exploded carvana exploded no i'm saying carvana exploded during the pandemic before the pandemic i was like that's the dumbest thing in the world who the fuck's gonna buy a car out of a vending machine and now i'm seeing commercials for another company that is just like carvana wait you guys have carvanas yeah I don't know what that is. I thought, Carvana, it a, I, th- I thought it was just a Vegas thing. No, it's it's popped up over here on the East Coast. Uh, Carvana is, um, we might not have, no, we wouldn't have passed one when you were in town, Corey, because it's off the interstates more so, because that's where you can see them. Um, no, I saw one on the way to Too Many Games. Or, yeah, every year when I'm going to, to no, MAGFest, I'm sorry. Well, again, you're not coming from the direction I am. But it All is right. a, <laughs> uh, if you just think of a giant clear cylinder with four cars on different levels it is a vending machine of cars and it shows off the models and whatever and you can buy them and they will drive them to your house you don't ever go to one or anything oh that's terrible you should always Uh, drive and test the car think 
but people that aren't that concerned with it and people and when people do not want to li- leave their houses yes please drive oh, your yeah. car or please drive the, the car that i just purchased and did a 3d tour of and yes at, well the other thing is is they will take your old car once you type in a few numbers whatever the commercial says descriptions and they will take your old car and drive by after parking your new car in your driveway that's weird yeah i don't like that but it succeeded through the pandemic and now i've started to see uh, commercials for another type of um car vending machine company so well well another company twitch and amazon yeah. owned by the same people so they made a shit ton of money but yeah stuff they're getting uh, they're getting so, desperate because this now that the world is gradually opening yeah. back up there's not going to be you know reasons to do this right but right now, the program is only targeted to small streamers with less than 250 followers and will last the next four weeks. Twitch will share data with creators so yeah, they we'll can see. measure the impact uh, a boost has on their traffic. Twitch also stresses that this is just an experiment and that there is no guarantee the program will roll out site-wide or even in its current form. I hope not. I don't think this is a good idea and you should not do this, Twitch. But... We can't even get a set up for affiliate, so what do we know? So, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Oh, you said right. was, was it two hundred or two fifty? Two fifty. Uh, two hundred and fifty followers. All right, you can you need a little bit more than to get out of that there threshold there. I know, like any of my personal channel, we can't work with this stuff. <laughs> we got way over two hundred and fifty yeah. followers, so. But no, I hope this does not ever see the life of day, and I hope it goes into Twitch's graveyard, kind of like how Google has their graveyard of inventions over the last, like, two decades. Hangouts was great. Google Glass. Remember that one? Yeah. Oh, don't... I want to tell that story now, but I'm not going to. I probably have here before. Well... The short version is some douchebag fucking fucking white people some douchebag walked into my GameStop with google glass and tried to use it and just looked like a goddamn idiot and i felt so good about myself working in a fucking retail job <laughs> i love it so go. all right that's all we got for the news so i forgot who, who reads the questions when chris isn't here is it you eddie i'll do it now yeah it's not me sure. all right let's go so if uh eddie if someone has a question what should they do? Join the fucking Discord. Or email us at scrubversepodcast no. at gmail.com. Discord. So, <laughs> Discord only. Discord. We need to start putting Discord invites in the podcast description. Probably. I forgot. We should do that, actually. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, what is our first question of the week? We have Eddie? two questions. We have two. Okay. Uh, the first one is from Zombie Hunter saying, I don't know if this was discussed in the previous episode, but my question is, with Nintendo now doing the Nintendo 64 games online, do you think if they ever do Game Boy, they'd allow people to play online with others? Like to play Pokemon Red and trade battles, etc. I don't know. Like, Alright, so besides Pokemon and some of the... Like, what else you got that's big on the Game Boy that you could uh, utilize online besides... That's pretty much it. Unless they go like... Just Pokemon... Unless yeah. they do uh, like Game Boy Advance as well. Then we were talking four yeah. swords. You got a lot more options there. Yeah, but uh, Game Boy Color and Game Boy, I don't think you would get a lot of it. But if for Game Boy Advance, I think you would get. Yeah, and it's very it's very one. limited, and I think it's something that they could do. Considering, like, let's say they wanted to do that for all the Pokemon games, 
but at the same time i don't know it just feels like one of those weird nintendo things where like do we want to do this we can make money if we have a poke bank or something right. type of deal you know i don't yeah. know yeah uh, I mean, Pokemon is the single largest money-making franchise, like video game franchise, ever, ever. There's surprisingly a big list of uh, two-player or multiplayer games on original Game Boy. I was looking up a list here. Really? Yeah. I know. I remember there was a bunch of a couple of four-player stuff because um, an F1 game came with that uh, four-person splitter, like a multi-tap before the multi-tap. That's right. Yep. Um, I do remember that. But, uh, I mean, most of these are kind of what you would think. Like, there's Bomberman on this list, uh, Cosmo Tank, whatever the hell that is, Double Dragon, Faceball 2000. Nice. Um, Gauntlet 2. So, I think, I mean, honestly, with how they've treated their, we'll just call it the virtual console, even though it's the eShop, um, everything yeah. is so surprisingly user-friendly if you have a buddy that wants to share the controller or play co-op or two-player so yeah, yeah they would definitely have i don't know but the thing that that they're asking about is stuff that needed separate screens so i don't know that they would try i don't know and that's something like pokemon is through game i think it might Freak. be more of a hassle yeah and also pokemon is through game freak so i don't know why but somehow in my head i feel like that would make it more difficult yep and you know that weird oh, yeah. that weird feeling of just something is off here yeah 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 i mean so I is it possible yeah. advance would be better is it possible yes would it be great absolutely can it happen maybe fucking maybe we don't know yeah. anymore there's a there's a handheld steam system now yeah so. the yeah. thing is it would make fucking sense if you needed cuz the switch is a game boy it drove me yeah. fucking nuts Loving Four Swords that there was nothing like that on the Wii U. Like, you have yeah. a console literally made for this game now. Please give me a sequel to Four Swords. And they didn't. Yeah. So. I mean, the problem is we can't even easily emulate that game either. <laughs> no. Nope. But this could be that I, This could be that opening. We want to play yeah. Four Swords? Well, Here you go. I think there was an update to one of the Game Boy Advance emulators and it makes it possible. We've talked about it. Yeah, yeah you briefly. Should, yeah, you but, told yeah. us that or somebody did. Um, yeah, and I, I know Corey hates this answer, but uh, it's possible, but it's not because it's Nintendo. Yep. There you go. <laughs> no fans better make it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we they've already got fan projects. We're going to shut them down. Yeah, you can already fucking do that with some emulators. Uh, do um, sort of online stuff with games that mm. didn't really have online play. But if you have the same emulator and all that other crap. Allegedly, I mean, you can make a you can make a lot of shit work with Parsec too. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. it's one of the reasons why we're able to do any of the shit that we do on this channel. It's so. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what else we moving got? moving on? Yeah. Uh, what was the str- uh, happy dude asked? What was the strangest impulse purchase you've ever made? Uh, the fifteen Starlink uh, things I bought. I bought fifth. I bought twelve uh, of the Star Fox Starlink, uh, like cheese combo things okay. that came with the game and like the R wing uh, like figure, uh, because they went down to like seven dollars a piece, and I was just like, okay. all right, I'm gonna buy these, and then I started giving them away to friends. I still have like eight of them in the garage. I just I have my four R wings that I wanted for my shelf to like show off. 
And then I was just like, yeah, if anyone ever wants to... The game's great. The Star Fox part of Starlink is probably the best Star Fox it, game we've gotten it, in a long absolutely. time. Absolutely. 100%. There is yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts about that. That is 100% that. So if anyone wants a Starlink, because it has an R-Wing and a star and a Fox McCloud uh, I have one. In it, you let me know. Yeah, I have yeah, one. I just don't I know where it's lot. at. Oh. And that was multiple impulse buys. The first time they were $7, and then I found another at a Best Buy. They were $4. I was like, oh, we're buying the rest of these, there too. There you go. So, <laughs> but you, Eddie? Uh, I'd have to think about it. I'm going to let Scott, because he already got his item. Uh, yeah, okay. it's not the strangest, but it's the stupidest. That works. We will accept it. Son of a bitch. Hold on. One of them fell. Uh, oh, no. Is it Pepsi go. Man to- Tops? Close. Yeah, the game, the Game Gear micros, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Two hundred goddamn dollars. Oof. Oof. And as Oof. soon as I open them up, as soon, literally, open it up, pulled it out. I've I, this has never been happened. I'm not even exaggerating. I know uh-huh. podcast, whatever. Immediately, I said, I regret this purchase. <laughs> Because I open it up and I'm like, I don't have, I have relatively dainty hands and I held one of these, oops, I held one of these things and it's just like, what am I doing? Why That's did I do this? Terrible. What am I doing? Fuck. It's all Chris Powell's fault. Um, it is. Damn you, Chris Powell. Two AAA batteries. Yeah, you got it. Screen the size of uh, my eyeball. Yeah, Your you got thumbnail? it. thumbnail? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, no thank you. That's going to be a no for me, dog. I can't so. think of a strange one. I mean, I'm, I'm sure if I thought hard enough back to college days just going to Walmart for fun, um, I could probably think of something. I also bought four DK bongos. Yeah. So. Oh, you know what? One of them would probably be the Steven Seagal energy drink. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> uh, which, no That's joke, pretty good. No joke tastes like a... Uh, if you have ever had it, at least back whenever it was uh, new... Um, it no exaggeration tasted like cold spaghettios and it was uh, and i'm i'm a pretty big energy drink fan or i was like i was i i ah. did them a lot and i almost threw up when i drank that like so between all right here's the question yeah reflex. yeah here's the question yeah. here's the question and he knows yep. what the question uh-huh. is is the steven seagal energy drink worse than the chili dog g fuel uh well i don't know i mean that was a taste from a long time ago, and we have to find this and see if it, it one exists. <laughs> you got the G, G fuel. We'll oh, get yeah. the SpaghettiOs energy yep. drink. You got the touch. Yeah. You got the power. Power. Um, ah. man, I'm, I'm, I, I, John, honestly, I don't have an answer to this. Like, I'm looking at all the stuff that I have. I'm like the games, books. You can't think of like figures. a late night uh, gas station burrito. That you shouldn't have yeah, it doesn't even have to be video games. Yeah, it's like, something most... like a late night. Well, shit. I mean, like honestly, like, you ever been like walking through Walmart? You're like, I'm gonna buy this big old pink flamingo just no. because. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think I think the closest thing I can come to that, honestly, is is something of, of that. Is I got an extra hundred bucks. I'm going to the titty club. I want those two girls. Oh, okay. We got a man's man here. You know what so. I mean? Like, I, I, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, I'm like, I don't think I've ever, like... I, you never, like, bought, like, a CD or, like, uh, just be like, all right, I'm going to buy this just because... Or be like, I'm going to buy, you know, I'm going to buy five bags of popcorn. Yeah, no, I'm trying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I can't... I genuinely cannot. Like, I mean, was would the sketch, with the $2 sketch be an impulse buy? 
Right? Like, I mean, it's not weird. Yes, it's an impulse buy, yeah. but it's not weird. That's what I'm or, saying. Like, I don't. You're boring, Eddie. I am. Well, no, <laughs> uh, hypothetically speaking, no, because if I were to say the, the the full story about the titty girl, is because like the reason why I spent it was because she was milking. <laughs> there we go. Now it's weird. Oh, now it's strange. No, that's 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 just nasty. <laughs> Two we chicks need to know at about the that. same time. Yeah, you asked for it, right? Uh, Here we are. I have to yeah. dig in deep for uh, that. You one. asked. You asked more for it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be on this podcast <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah, you get that. You take it and you like it, all right? I'm sure. I don't like that either. I'm yeah. sure there's been some questions sort over. Of, I'm sure there's been some sort of like what uh, uh, Frank's Red Hot Gummy Bears. That doesn't make sense. I'll buy that. Good night. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. If you think hard enough, I'm no. sure you could figure something out like no. that. Eddie, Eddie's, Eddie's done. He's had his moment. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's all right it. then. That's all we got for questions then. So let's uh, let's wrap this big baby up. Uh, Eddie, yeah, what are you going to be doing this week? Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> not what you're not going to be dreaming about. Working so. nine to five. There you go. Working nine to five. Yeah, working my nine baby's... to five. There you go. Uh, no, um. Fucking October's here, Spooktober, Spooktober, whatever you guys want to call it. Yeah, it's here. Yeah. Um, I'm not doing any horror or survival crazy games on stream. I'm just going to be playing some Castlevania. I'm challenging myself to a no death run in Super Castlevania 4, playing a full playthrough of Castlevania 64, and hopefully Ooh. tackling one of the Game Boy Advance ones because I've never played any of the Game Boy Advance ones. So most likely it's going to be Circle of the Moon. Um, I was gonna say you got that collection that's either out or coming go. out. It's out soon, already, right? That you could, is it? Yeah, it's yeah, out already. Perfect. Yeah, I just haven't like uh, it. Yeah, it's it's out already. It's just uh, like I'm gonna wait on it. It's okay. I got my Nintendo PC to help me out. So yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. And so totally uh, legit. yeah, but other than that, like um, fix some Twitch stuff. Uh, I've been debating like uh, with even with the playthroughs that we've been doing, like the let's plays. If I want to start just uploading some like unedited, um twitch stuff just on youtube footage. just raw yeah. footage just like get it out there just start throwing it in there and like it's content yeah it's content people will view it. you people get thrown will see into it. the if you tag it right you'll get thrown into the algorithm yeah so. and so uh yeah i also want to clean out my room like i just feel like i'm over this already um okay. with everything that's going on with irl stuff which we're going to get into i don't know what the moving situation would be anymore um right so i'm just kind of in the process of like all right do i really need this? downsizing yeah like just downsizing a bunch of shit um but yeah uh the main focus that i'm I'm really trying to do is and i, I brought it off offline and some people already know is like i'm looking for for new employment i'm looking for new work um yeah the the current company that i am with right now is just giving me uh false promises and too many red flags are showing up that uh i just can't deal with it anymore yep. so I'm gonna be heavily be focusing on that. Yeah, I'm gonna be heavily focusing on that and just moving on to better things. But yeah, that's pretty much what I'll be doing this week. Cool. All right, Scotty, what about you? What are you doing? Uh, streaming for Megavision's gonna get try to do that through the October month. Um, I'm actually gonna. Uh, by the time this comes out, it might still be relevant to say that on Wednesday I will be streaming the indie Genesis game that recently released called The Curse of Ilmore Bay. Uh, it's a cool little hey. co-op platform and spooky thing. Um, cool. Once upon a time in a land far away stood a cursed little town called Ilmore Bay, is what it says in the back oh, of the box. So there you rhyming. go. But uh, yeah, we're going to check that out on Wednesday. It gives me an excuse to plug everything in again that collects dust otherwise. Um, 
And uh, Corey and I, I think, are going to be playing Hot Wheels Unleashed on Thursday if everything yep. goes according to plan and I can actually fucking leave my house for a second to go buy it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I mean, well, the big thing obviously is, or maybe not obviously, too many games out in Oaks, PA, close to the Philadelphia yep, you and Chris area. Uh, yeah. Anti-Chris, Chris Powell, and myself and friends of Megavisions will be running the Megavisions booth. So come out. Hang out, maybe win that pole caliber tournament because I did get a trophy and a fucking silver medal made for that thing. So yep. yeah, it's probably going to be one nice. of the Eddie and I. Hmm? Eddie and I will be here doing the podcast and playing Metroid Dread. So all right, that works. Yeah, so right. we I I don't want to make any promises, but I would like to maybe possibly stream that from a telephone as well. The the fucking whole caliber oh, tournament you got have... you've got chris's amazing fucking flip oh my god that's phone. right yeah why not we've got his goddamn fucking three ring binder of a cell phone that we could use so uh... he's got the megavisions login so yeah. maybe that's <laughs> he what can log in and just to totally do it i think that might be fun so... the audio might be fucking rancid but it might still be entertaining to watch yeah so. it's a live thing so yeah 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 cool i think that's essentially well, like, it, though. Like you said, I'll be doing some uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed with you. I'll be playing Metroid Dread. I'm picking that up day one. Uh, Games are coming see. out, people. I'm, Holy shit. They are. I'm learning the mystical uh, YouTube algorithm, so I'm learning how that shit's working. So I'm going to be working on that more. And I have to – it's a mandatory school event. I have to cater a wedding this weekend. Dumb. So that's going to be fun. But, no, I'm excited for more horror movies, and I'm excited to – give you guys the updates every week so oh should we plug our other podcast that exists is that did we do that here sure let's go ahead and plug it static We're zone here. podcast uh our most recent episode was about the movie annihilation which surprised both of us and very very it good. was a yeah surprisingly very good movie uh to kick off the spooky month um sort of but regardless, that's episode five, so you people got to catch it. up and listen to us yammer on about everything else we've been watching. Static Zone Podcast. Yeah. There we go. All right. I think that's going to be it for us. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for listening. Make sure to go check us out on YouTube for those new videos coming out every day. And uh, we appreciate y'all. So peace. Peace.
Thank you.